coming to you from Dante Cola Promotion Studios One in Wichita, Kansas. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Señor Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez, featuring behind the control board the mighty Godzilla. This podcast is recorded live to tape and produced by Dante Cola Promotions. And now, you wanted the best? Well, don't tell them. It'll go to their heads and make things worse. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. There it is, Adam. <laughs> the sound that closes it all. That's it, man. Welcome. And welcome to the Tommy and Adam Heart to Name Podcast. Drum roll, please. Season four, episode number one. Wow, and all that excitement, that voice that you heard announcing that is that of El Gran. Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard that just pumped me up, as he always does, is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Adam? I'm excited to be here to start the fourth season. Season number four. Tommy, they said it couldn't be done. Well, whoever they is... Are those pronouns by any chance? <laughs> oh, we have to go through the whole entire list of pronouns? <laughs> Ziz and Zer said they couldn't be done. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever said it, Adam, Yes, they are just wrong. Yes, we've proved them wrong already. Yes, this three years together, man. By sparking up the mics doing, and speaking into these things. Doing this thing. And, you know, and I right. still managed to screw it up from the very beginning because Gosilo is still on... <laughs> It's still no, on the intro. It's easy. And and the initial part of the edit, all you have to do is put like that buzzer sound over <laughs> the Godzilla part. The mighty Godzilla. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking notes, my we'll, friend. We'll do that. <laughs> Tommy, how are you doing? It, I'm doing really good, man. What? It's been a month we haven't been together. Uh, it's been a little bit, yeah. you know, a little bit of a hiatus in between seasons. You know how the in the sporting world, when the season ends, you get a bit oh, of a respite in between. Yeah. You know, you get a, you get a chance to recharge. That's true. This yeah. is this is what we had to take on. I almost did go up to your house. I want to say for uh, Luke's birthday. Okay, uh, Elvia called. I think Awilda, and yeah. I said, "Yeah, I know. Adam told me." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's something that yeah, was happening. And, and then my Wilda said, "Did he invite you?" Adam doesn't invite anybody. The the <laughs> okay, okay, because this, I don't initiate any plans, and I get told the plans at the last possible minute. And it was the day before, and I was saying, "Okay, when when is this happening?" The, the day we recorded the podcast, right? I, I knew that it was supposed to happen at my house. Of course, yeah. that's all I knew. But I said, "Okay, time." I mean, when do I start? Do I get the coals going? Or do I have to wait four hours? We're gonna wait till the sun goes down before we start partying this thing. Or I, I, got, I had no information, and then people started to straggle in and straggling in, saying, oh, "You know what's going on?" I, I, I don't know. 
uh-huh. until Luke shows up. That's when the party starts. Oh, I, wow. And that was. And it, what was that? It was kind of late. What was the straggling until he showed up? How much did that take? A couple of hours? Mm. You're entertaining yeah. all these guests for a couple of hours while the yeah. guest of honor yeah. isn't even there? Well, if you're the guest of honor, it's it's kind of on you. You know, you, you do whatever. <laughs> if you don't want to bask in your in the glow oh, of all the people, he did. you just want to show up. So he just late. showed up late, just not to the grand entrance. You know, he probably had to go over and see some other people. Yes, this oh. is my birthday. Pay tribute to me. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But uh, come and kneel before the king. Yeah, never a firm plan to be made. Oh wow! And I know the rigidity that you live your life by. Yeah, you, you that, to, <laughs> that would not die. You need that, to have uh, no. concrete you'd have to hit win. Me. You'd have to hit me with a bat. And then Elvia was going to come over and, of course, make uh, the bounty of food, most oh, of the bounty yeah, of food. Yeah. You didn't have the uh, grilled meat department? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was that. You still had that? Yeah. There was that. There was there was the... Uh, Those the, delicious the pudding, the pudding, out, the pudding of. out of coals, right? And the coals burnt up all of this meat... <laughs> and, and and cooked it, and there was more meat to go on. I had to replenish the coals. Oh, had to wow. refire the that's coals. A, that's a, Pour that, some old coals in there. Get it re- restarted. That's a lot of guests. I could I could have joined you. We could have done we could have done our uh, season four pre production meeting there. Oh, could have was wa- it that weekend was hot as a mother too. Could have walked around the party with just the microphones and a recorder. And said, hey, so how are you doing? <laughs> how are you feeling about this party right here? <laughs> Have you, have you checked out all of season three? Adam had the uh, had the alcohol kicked in yet. Uh, there was a little bit of alcohol, but oh, not okay. uh, maybe. It was only kind of sequestered to a couple of people oh, that okay. was doing well, that may, kind of drinking. May, maybe that, maybe that wouldn't have worked out. I don't know. Oh, and it was Sunday, so there was a lot of football happening. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank yeah. God I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I did. I on that Sunday, I, I know I would have told me that Elvie had told her, and I said, eh, I don't want to go up there. It's too many people. And then, people. and then you don't know people. what time it is, or you know if Done. it's. Oh, and hopefully it would have been over by the time I showed up. So that would have worked. It just was maybe started by the time we showed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's not going to be good. You know. Yeah. I could have brought something from Firehouse Subs, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she never got her any place to be. So you know, let Firehouse Subs take so, uh, take I, time. I would. <laughs> I would tell the lovely Lisa Tadeko, would you mind joining me here? <laughs> what have you been up to, Tommy? I have been up to uh, just closing out basically the month of September, dude, and the beginning of October. I was on Hurricane Watch here the past couple of weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, because Hurricane Fiona hit Puerto Rico uh, three or four weeks ago. Wait a minute. What are we? Today is the 8th? Yeah. 8th of October. Today is the 8th. So, yeah, it hit the weekend. Actually, it was the weekend of my anniversary. Mm. It hit, yeah. So I was on the phone with my dad and my mom. Were they racked with devastation? Uh, no, they weren't. They weren't. But, you know, they, they I think they have PTSD over Hurricane Maria. You know, it was, a, it was just only a Category 4 when it came into the island. It was a Category 5 by the time it left. It only had 100 miles. It picked up and steam. Destroy, yeah. <laughs> We laughed today, but it was, it was, I was there, so I'm sure I wouldn't be laughing right now if I had to live through that shit. Yeah. So, you know, I was still worried because my dad on uh, Hurricane Maria, I guess he felt that his propane tanks weren't tied down properly. Now, these things have a chain that weighs about as much as a concrete uh, driveway. You know what I'm saying? So my dad just goes out right smack in the middle of the storm. <laughs> this, is, this is supposed to be done in preparation. Yeah, I know. I don't know what happened. Anyway, it was. You remember a witness, a niece that came here during the summertime. Well, they're they're right. the neighbors of my folks, okay. and they actually were the one that the ones that had told me this. 
Okay. So I was like, oh my God, I can't believe my dad did this, you know. So, so again, who's going to tell my dad any different? You know, you can't. It's impossible. So you have to kind of like play, what is it, the reverse psychology role on him. Maybe Maria could tell him different. Yeah, no. As she's blowing him down the, down yeah, the road. Yeah, dude, he pinched him against the wall, you know, all that good stuff. I mean, it was some heavy duty. It was like 155 miles an hour. I don't even know what it was. Talked to him on Saturdays. Hey, dad, you know, how's the prep going? Oh, you, you sound like you're ready, dad. You know, dad, are you 100% ready? Please don't go. Oh, I'm not going to go outside. I said, I'm just asking you, please, you know, just trying to like calmly ask him not to. It was it was supposed to be first a just a tropical storm. And by the time it got to the vicinity mm-hmm. of that part of the ocean, you know, the latitude and the longitude, mm-hmm. it was a category one. But it didn't hit the entire island. It just hit like the southwest corner of it. They're in the central west part of the island. So, uh Nothing happened other than, you know, they've been without power. and But where my folks live, they have had running water and all that. And my dad has a generator, so they're okay. And then the week, couple of weeks after that, no, just, what was it? Two weeks, today's the 8th. Yeah, two weekends ago or a week and a half ago, the Hurricane Ian. Yeah, hit, I was going to say. Hit Fe- Florida, yeah. Fiona sounds like a bitch, but this Ian guy, <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. God. Did you see the footage of the, there's a storm surge that comes through uh-huh. and all the Streets fill with water, uh-huh. and then there's footage of sharks swimming, <laughs> swimming, yeah. swimming down st- the street. I, I saw that on the Twitter, Adam. I t- <laughs> <laughs> like Sharknado. Uh, yes, that's what they were saying. You know, Sharknado does exist on the streets of Fort Myer oh or Naples God. or wherever. I did see that, and I have a lot of family, and, and well, not a lot of family. But I have a lot of army buddies that are retired down there. You know, they're almost like my family. I have my nephews down there mm-hmm. and uh, in the Orlando area. And initially, you know, that hurricane was supposed to hit through the Tampa Bay area. Didn't it? It is did it, not. It, it no, it oh. went through the actual the southwest part of the island, a little bit for, uh, between Naples and, I want to say Naples and Fort Myer. You know, that, that more recognizable area you know, that people know a little bit. I think it's another town that actually went in through, but... I think it's in between those. Anyway, long story short, they're all fine. You know, okay. they're you know they're still picking up from that, so they're going to be picking up from that for a while. I think they'll. Did be- they lose their deck chairs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the straw hats at them. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the Mimi where uh, they have Shamu swimming on the streets of Orlando. That was uh, pretty funny. Okay, <laughs> kind of messed up. But still. <laughs> he escaped captivity. I guess so. <laughs> It's like, oh, who the hell photoshopped? I said, hmm, I wonder why I didn't think about this one. Only to be beached on Main Street. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting to see one like the Disney cruise ship, you know, growing right through the middle of Orlando. Oh, but wow, no. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. It's like, oh, man, that would have been a good one, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what I've been doing. I mean, it's just chilling, relaxing. We celebrated our uh, 33rd wedding anniversary. Kind of chill. We didn't go anywhere. This is the first time in a long time we didn't go anywhere. But after the summer that we just had, you know, being away and all that, we just didn't. You're a third of the way to 100 years. Oh, well, that's sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Don't scare me. (laughs) No, 33 years happily married to my beautiful wife. and Congratulations. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we celebrated here locally. We went to that new, uh, well, it's not that new, uh, the the hook and fish, or the fish and hook, or the blue hook. No, no, no. The blue hook. Yeah, so the blue, that was, that was the, a nice the, joint, the, man. the seafood boil place yeah. nearby. Very scrumptious, and Adam. You enjoyed that? I enjoyed it, yeah. Where you bust into the bag, and you get yeah. your hands dirty, yeah. you go in there. Did you have the, like, the little uh, sections of corn here, and then the, the my, little bit of sausages? In, my in, wife did. My wife, I didn't do that. I, what did you get? I just got a, a steak and a lobster tail. and What? 
Yeah, and some chicken and some rice. That's not what you get yeah, when you yeah, go to the Blue I, Hook. <laughs> you gotta got to bust into the bag no, that, no, for no, the no, boil. No. I'm good, I passed. I said, no. Oh my. Remind me of a sci-fi movie from the 1950s. You know, it's like, what the hell's in here? <laughs> a lot of creatures from the deep. That's <laughs> what's so in there. It's like, you know, look at there's Patrick Stars in there. A bunch you know, of, yeah. SpongeBob. And like, what a the bunch hell's of, going bunch on of scrimps. Yeah. A lot of scrimps. Well, actually, the nasty ones, the crawfish, the ones that are all oh, yeah, the yeah. Slurpees. You got to suck their head. The Slurpee family of the shrimp. <laughs> no. Suck the juice out of their heads. Oh, yep. It was too early, Adam. I haven't <laughs> breakfast yet. <laughs> Adam, season number four, buddy. Back yeah, to They the said guy. it couldn't be done, Tom. Well, it was done, man. We did it. This is episode one of season number four. It was actually, Adam, October the 14th of 2019. If we follow our current trajectory, season four will have about 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you mean they keep diminishing it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they keep getting better and better. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, the I, same I, amount of quality. We don't have any emails this week. The majority of them are like, oh, you guys suck. Don't, you know, don't come back for what? <laughs> Don't come back for season number oh, four. Oh, wow. Like, okay, well, that means we're coming Did back. Do they need to send that? Really? <laughs> I don't know. That means we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> we're back in your feed, pal. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to pop up so you can keep hating us. <laughs> Here's a number one in your feed. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> pop it up in here. <laughs> Man, yeah, but uh, do you want to hear, Adam? Uh, oh, boy. At least a couple of seconds, Adam. We have a soundbite? Yeah, we have a little soundbite. This is what the Tommy Nat Hard to Name podcast first sounded like. Oh, shit. The first couple of seconds. I don't want to hear it. Four, three, two, one, and we're rolling. Yes, and welcome. Welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. And that was the voice of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. El Gran, you bet you. I'll take that, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was Rocket Queen, man. That's right. That was our initial episode where the uh, rehashed the Guns N' Roses show. We relived in KC. Yeah. yeah. No, no. It was here in Wichita. Was it? Yes, yeah, the one that we went with Lisa. Oh, yeah. We had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we had to go with her is what you mean. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> because we, we ditched her on the first <laughs> trip. <laughs> was that by design? No, don't answer that. Uh, you know. <laughs> you want to have fun? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll it fun. was 56 minutes long. Mm, that's how that long, sounds about right. That's how long sounds that sucker right. was. Yeah. And we jabbered about the show and we did we did like the word of the day and some really short stuff and uh as we struggled uh You incorporated things from your regular everyday life. Didn't you usually take in information from like the newspaper, which would be like a word of the day. Every day, yes. And stuff yes, like this. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and facts of the day and historical yes, events. Yes. Every day. day, even before this podcast. Yeah. Right, it's right. a mental exercise that I do every morning. So you just took that and translated it straight onto the pod. Yeah, just like that. Oh, I didn't have any. I wanted a script, you know, because again, I'm that's. You know how I am. It's regimented, as you call it. Yeah. So I said, we, because we just couldn't, well, we could have. You can't just be like me, just willy nilly flying by the seat of my pants. We have to have some kind of organization. Plus, you know, Jay was pushing us along too. 
So Jay needed something to go ahead and guide us. Right. Because if not, you know, right now we're at three hours. <laughs> 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 Almost three hours we started. We In the past three years, it's an extra hour has been added to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at least. <laughs> at least. I mean, uh, hopefully it was will be uh, four hours long. I don't want to do that. Even though I probably could talk for, for four hours. But so, nobody you know, wants that. No, really, nobody probably. wants that. No, they probably already ran away once they heard that <laughs> that countdown that I did. <laughs> Then the fidelity we, was not quite there. Yeah, was it? no, no. We were, it was completely raw. I think it was recorded also in mono. We mm-hmm. didn't know anything about the control board. We didn't know anything about mixing. We didn't know anything. I mean, absolutely nothing. It's just three mics because Jay was here. The mics were shit. That's true. Yeah, we did have, <laughs> we did have like some cast off mics. But and, we, we found them in a dumpster somewhere. And ha- even though we have the same mixer, we didn't mix in the sound directly. We were getting it off of another mic into a speaker that I had. Oh, no wonder it sounded yeah. like uh, garbage. Yeah, like we were drowning. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were drowning. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it very realistic. So, yeah, I mean, I just, and I was, and a couple of weeks ago when I started writing this script, I said, let me go back and look at that number one. And we actually lost it because number one was put on to some other DSP. SoundCloud. Was that it? Yep. And that's that was the first two episodes went on to SoundCloud only, I believe. Yeah. And then they finally got uh, put into the regular feeds. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember now. That's right. And then it just disappeared. We couldn't find it anywhere. I want to say I was gone right about the time that COVID was kicking in. We couldn't get together through Zoom. And you did that DJ voice taking us in the blast of the oh, past and, and played like an old classic yeah and that was it that's what you played you episode it. number one yeah uh, that's right i remember that so we still put out number two is going to be forever lost yeah that's not going to work that's the rock and roll hall of fame one thank god soundcloud that's the one right. that's the one that <laughs> i really that's the, that's the low point huh? i really screwed that one up i'm still embarrassed about that i think yeah so again my friend thanks for hanging out for me the last three years now we're gonna go on year number four I know, walking down memory lane here as we do all five episodes for this season. <laughs> Shall we start this, Mike? Well, friend? let's move on. All right, Adam. Yes, Tommy. Good morning, my friend. Let's listen to this. Mm. Some sweet strains right yes. there. Today's October the 8th, 2022. And it's National... Hero Day. Oh, good. Let's celebrate our heroes. Let's start with Dave Grohl. Yes, that's how we start season uh, number four. That's a very cool song. I love that song. I know. So yeah, that's the Foo Fighters. It's been it's been played quite a lot recently, actually. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There was a I think a, a recent interview came out again where that song isn't about. Kurt Cobain, as this popular legend would believe it oh, to be. I didn't know that it was. Everybody says, or at least a lot of rock and roll press mm-hmm. has said that this song is about Kurt Cobain, where David Grohl said, oh, no, it's not. It's about everyday people. That could be your hero. It doesn't have to be a Superman bigger than life person. It could be somebody that's very influential in your life, somebody who has inspired you to do X or Y. It so could, it wasn't written with a, a singular person in mind. No. According to Dave Grohl, yeah. And this is the most recent thing that came out, I want to say about a month ago, when they're doing these all this promo for the Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins uh, sure. tributes. As a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago was the uh, L.A. concert the LA as version well. Of yeah. It, yeah. Said it rocked harder. I didn't get to see that either. 
Should've, yeah, I was. I haven't been doing shit. I just been watching the Rings it, of Power. Is the only thing I've been watching. On it's TV. weird because they they didn't happen on like a weekend. They kind of happened in the middle of the week on like a Tuesday. Yeah, there's or no something ba- like there's that. no basketball, so I wouldn't know why. Where, where do they play any basketball at the Forum? No, they play at the Staples Center now. So oh, okay. the Forum yeah, is so. just a, I guess, a concert venue, convention center type oh, thing. Okay, well there you go. So yeah, Adam, on October the 8th, it's National Hero Day, and it honors the people we look up to and who inspire us to be the best that we could be. Mm. That's what National Hero Day is about. Wow. So yeah, it's uh, so that's why when I went through this, I said, oh, perfect. Is Dave Grohl's song really isn't about, you know, I mean, and who knows, you know, when you're writing something, when you have an abstract idea, it just starts flowing out of you however you're doing it. Be it through music, be it through writing, be it through drawing, be it through however the hell. Or painting on rocks, Adam. Mm, hey, <laughs> let me show you right here. I have an autographed by the the, the artist. By the big boss, A, a gifted rock given to me featuring two birds, one of a maroon color and one of a light blue, and they're standing under an umbrella. Adam. And they're in, nuzzling beaks. Adam, in my world... Yes. Those would be two tits. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm talking about the kind that fly at them. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Adam, you you know, and the funny thing is uh, we're talking about heroes and all that stuff. And we just heard uh, the hero song by uh, the Foo Fighters. And that uh, song plays every single time I look at myself in the mirror. It's part of your soundtrack, your <laughs> it's, personal it's, soundtrack. It's my personal soundtrack. Every morning when I go to, I go to, show, oh, there I am. <laughs> you are my hero. What you need to have is like. You're ordinary. <laughs> you need to have built into like your bathroom mirror. You need like a button and it has like your own tracks put in there. And you can just hit that button in the morning and just, there goes my oh, hero. I know. I just, I need that kind of stuff for my self-esteem, Adam. Oh, yes, of course you do. <laughs> You're always getting torn down. Nobody's there to build you up. <laughs> I wake up and go, oh, I have to face life again. Oh, there I am in the mirror. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I'm looking good. Look at me. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my profile shot. There hey, goes my that's hero. pretty good. No, no. I step in front of the, I step in front of the, uh, the mirror, then I move to the side. Uh-huh. And I go, there goes my hero. And I watch myself. Watch him as he goes. I watch myself as I'm out. I'm fading out of the mirror. You should do a little playlist for yourself in your own mirror. I'm joking, but you know it's true. That's no joke. If asked to define the word hero out of many of us will name the qualities that demand a person to rise above and the qualities that genuinely drive that person to do something out of the ordinary. I think that's really... What a hero is, a person that'll do something out of the Does ordinary. Does the song say he's ordinary? There goes my hero. Yeah. He's ordinary. But he's the person ordinary is ordinary. There's a, the person is ordinary, yes. but not necessarily what they did is ordinary. He's not fashioned, he's not equipped with superpowers. No. He's an ordinary person. No. But to to the person who claims he's a hero, he's extraordinary. Yeah. And I think the ordinary part when you do pick a hero is that humble hero. Mm. The one that doesn't want that recognition, you know, the one that doesn't want to say, hey, I stretched out my hand and I pulled you out of that hole. But please don't go tell uh, the news. I want this to remain quiet amongst us. Mm. Mm, that's kind of definition of it for me. But when I don't know what it was, maybe it was after 9-11, our need as a 
a nation for so many heroes. It was like everywhere there was a hero. You know, it was either the firefighters, it was the police, even us. You know, when I was a soldier, it was during this time. And I was at the airport and I was in uniform because they made us wear uniforms to travel during that time. You could travel, you know, however you felt like it until that point. And I'm thinking, like, wait a minute, we just had a terrorist attack. Why would why we want to travel a uniform? Oh, well, well, because it, it makes everybody else feel better thinking that there's the, uni- uh, you, uh, well, the uniform services anyway, right there. And so many people would come up to you and, you know, shake your hand, say thank you. And I mean, it's cool. But, you know, I mean, it was just really weird. I'm nobody. You know, I'm just like Mr. HR guy on, on some bullshit trip that I'm going to be staying in a nice hotel. And <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it just freaked me out, you know, like really did. I'm like, whoa, what's this? Start, uh, thank God right now I, I give him an autograph because I'm a star of the right, 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 right. Tommy and Adam Hart's name podcast available on Spotify and all of your other favorite DSPs. <laughs> you couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> Adam. Yes. Ways to observe National Hero Day. You could donate blood. Why, why is that celebrating a hero? You know, you're giving of yourself when you give blood, man. Yeah. I gave blood. But who's the hero that you're serving? Who's the hero that you're paying tribute to? A lot of people don't do that. Some people are in the hospital or some people have had some kind of a grave kind of accident and they need blood, man. And you and some of these So you're type you're trying to be a hero. This is what you can do yeah, to be a hero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're trying to be the hero. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Not look up to somebody who does that. No, you gave blood. Yeah, sure. So, so when you thanks, get, when you thanks, get, buddy. When you get done, you get the band aid, and you yeah. say, and you turn around and say, nobody's patting me on my back. Yeah, yeah what's what? what <laughs> somebody gonna say, attaboy, thank you. Yeah. Really? And, Eat the orange slices? Is that all you're saying to me? <laughs> Volunteering, Adam, is a big way to uh, to be a hero to others. Volunteering for what? It could be anything. I don't think it could be anything. Mm, I disagree with you. Okay. I used to be, you know, well, you know, in the army, you do all this mentoring and all this other good stuff that you're you're supposed to do, and people do it because of their evaluation the majority of the times. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want that little bullet comment on there. You know, but again, that's cool because everybody has their own reasons. And I was part of this inner city reading program, and you go out and read to these kids in kindergarten and whatnot. And you know, you give them the spiel, you you rev them up. They'd be in the kindergarten, first grade, second grade, whatever it was. Used to read these books, and you know, I'm an animated guy, so I would read these books to these kids, and they get all fired up. And I'd be in uniform, and there that day would be the EMT guy, and also there would be the the police officer would be there, also a nurse or different kinds of people. But not nearly as entertaining as you. I probably not to know. Right. Yeah. right. I, I want to say no, absolutely not. Right. I was the best. Right. So I'm so humble. It goes without uh, saying. Hard to be humble, like uh, you know, the, <laughs> that song we all know yeah, about. I know. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, I remember. What the hell is this? Hold up, man. Peaceful chimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, check this out. Yes. After I had read, you talk to the kids for a little bit. You look at whatever they've done. You go to their little cubbies. And, you know, you just it's one of those days that I thought was very cool. Because, you know, I mean, I'm not there to be praising. Those kids are not going to praise anybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're just they're like, oh, here's this guy. And, you, you know, you tell them a little bit of what you do. And well, then you leave. So, I don't know where I was. And I ran to this little girl with her mom. And the little girl's, oh, look, mom, this is the guy who came to school and yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Honestly, I couldn't remember that well. I knew that she was a little girl from the other school. But exactly what I said and how I said it, no. You weren't even at the school anymore. Yeah, no, exactly. She recognized yeah. you. Yeah. I was, yeah, away from the school. Got it. And she was with her mom. And the mom said, you know, thanks. Because my little girl came home that day. Mm-hmm. And she said, if I learn how to read 
and I learned how to write, and I'm good at school. Like I could be whatever I want to be. I said, oh, okay, yeah, I do say stuff like that. Did you that. Did you tell her that lie? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's a, that's the <laughs> that's the truth, Adam. Oh, she could be whatever she wants. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. You got you know basically okay. in principle, you have to work hard. Well, you, yeah, those you, and that you need key, to hit hit those keystone achievements. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that's part of volunteering. So I would say that yeah, that makes a difference to me. It does. Okay. Was I a hero? Probably not. You know, not at the aspect of you know extraordinary. No. It's just some just a regular person was there that day and I read to these bits. So that's why volunteering is a cool thing. Giving to charity that serves those in needs. Ah that you yeah, you want to stay away from that. You just give to the charity and move on. That's what I say. If you're gonna give anything. Okay. Like with this Hurricane Maria shit. Maria. Oh long time ago. Yeah, yeah, the one from five years ago. We gave uh, as a collective here in Wichita as a group, good guys and gals, did a little collecting of water and a bunch of stuff. Anyway, long story show to turn into this gigantic mess. We don't know if they ever got it. And then a couple of years ago, we were, I'm watching the news from Puerto Rico and they found these warehouses full of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? You know, but you don't do this. Again, you don't, let me make this very clear, Adam. You do not do this for anything other than at the time it's in your heart. You know so, what I'm saying? So what you did when the news report came out that they finally found it, you got all your people that gave together and you started high-fiving each other. They found our shit. <laughs> <laughs> they finally got our water and toilet yeah, paper. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of generators there, too. I was like, what the oh, fuck? damn. What the fuck is that? You know, it's like, hey. No, but I'm not going to say that was our stuff. I'm just saying it was this big conglomerate oh, okay. stuff. So I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. And this time I said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. If I do this, it's going to be directly to somebody who I know or an organization that I personally know is going to be doing the right things sure. versus, you know, letting these assholes in the government mm. get this and, and distribute it and do whatever. You know, wrong answer. Anyway, okay, organize a fundraiser for a nonprofit organization. That sounds like a lot of work. Yep, not going to do that. <laughs> Listen to the needs of others and fill in a void. That's possible. All um, right. Who are your heroes, Adam? Who are my heroes? Yeah. Um, well, I would say most of my heroes are on the gridiron. Um, oh, Troy yeah. Polamalu is my favorite uh, football player that's, of all time. He's my hero. The, that's the big dude from he's, Hawaii. He's not a big. He's not really a big dude. He's a he's a Samoan Hawaii uh, strong or, safety for the Pittsburgh. Oh, is he from Hawaii? Oh, he's a Samoan. Samoan. So he's a Sam- Samoan from Samoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was electric, electric on the field. Very stout oh, dudes. Oh, my God. I, I love this guy. He's my favorite of all time. No kidding. Out my of hero. All, that is your my hero? hero. What does guy. he do extraordinary that makes well, he, him your hero? He doesn't do it anymore because he's retired. <laughs> oh, okay. That's but how much I know. He was a defensive player, and he could just change the game. You could line up at any point in any position on the field, and he would either sack the quarterback or he'd tackle the, the running back five yards behind the line of scrimmage. He'd jump over the line and, and anticipate the snap count. He would intercept the ball and run it back and, and score a touchdown for a team and totally change the game. Oh, wow. He was brilliant. Anyway, he didn't do anything for me other than play football. And, but and I love ex- the man. And, I love and, the man. And excited you as he played. Oh, I love the man. He was in the Pittsburgh Steelers by any chance? Pittsburgh Steelers, of course. Oh, what were the chances? Oh, my God. What were the chances? Of course. Was he the shampoo guy? He's a shampoo guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> See, yeah, yeah. You know, you know oh, yeah, exactly yeah. who I'm hey, talking yeah, about. The, out, out of hair care, that's very important. Well, <laughs> yes, for some. To, to me, it is. <laughs> for, for some people, yes. <laughs> Got any other heroes other than that? Oh, man. Other people. Like in my real life? Like uh, who, somebody who's really touched me? Yeah. No, well, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I looked up to my grandfather. Yeah. My mother's father. Me too, me too. And he was super. You call me humble. 
This guy, super humble. No kidding. And he was very slow to speak, but always thoughtful with his words. And he'd, there'd be all this debate about him, and he would sit on the sidelines, and he'd form a thought when he was actually questioned about his opinion of this matter that everybody was discussing and losing their minds about. He would have a well-reasoned point of view, and it would just kind of end the conversation. It would just be like, oh, yeah, this guy makes sense all the time. He'd patriarch, you guys? Patriarch. Uh, He's a patriarch. He'll slam down his. Uh, no, no. He'll do the Solomon. It was not, he'll do the Solomon wisdom stuff and just it you was, know stop everybody in their tracks. It was just wisdom that it was well considered, well reasoned. It wasn't hostile or anything. It wasn't being brought down into the uh, fighting at a, at a certain level. He would just I could see speak that. with a level of authority and says, "Well, I've considered things, and this is what I think." And everybody else is kind of, kind of just. I see your point. Of view. Okay. Again, on season four, I learned a lot more about Mr. <laughs> Adam Lee Tate. I yeah. could see that in you, dude. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I do. My wife hates that I don't instantly get in the kid's face or something when they're doing something wrong and and call them out on it. But I take extra time and I consider. All right, how can I approach them? I approach them, I give them the point of view, I give them my, my thought and my reasoning, and hopefully that's more effective in changing whatever behavior we see as being negative. As your grandfather, does it end it right exactly. then and there? Does it end it right there, though, with them? Uh, <clears throat> I feel like I'm probably not quite as effective, but I feel that it's much better well-received than... Uh, Somebody flying off the handle immediately. Adam, after. that was them in their car hauling ass. <laughs> I'm out of here. Because <laughs> my dad was some wisdom. Fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> Actually, no, honestly, that's pretty cool to know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of shit that I don't know about you, but it's cool to find out that kind of stuff. My grandfather was my hero, too. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a cool dude. Same deal, The your mother's yeah, my mother's father? Yeah, my mother's dad, yeah. Okay. He's a great dude. I mean, he always looked out for me. And I, my, how, long, my, how long did you have him around, uh, too? My, my granddad died when I was uh, 21, 22, around there. Okay. Passed away of esophagus cancer. Mm. So, yeah, but it was really fast. It was rapid. You know, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't linger for a long time. And he was a really cool dude. When, we were, when I was a kid, uh, we were at the supermarket one time, and he winked at me. Mm. And I said, oh, okay, what's going on? What's grandpa Signal. He signaled me he for something. signaled me, right? So it's like right. there was this chick. She was bent over the, the, the freezer. <laughs> I see the influence so, already. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what he did? What? He went and pinched her butt. Whoa, right? nice. <laughs> What year was this? <laughs> this is like 1970. Oh, yeah, that was fine, then. Oh, man, 77 or whatever it was, man. And the lady turns back, and she's in shock, and then my grandpa says, Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken, me, my granddad, by then, he was like, maybe... I don't know, 70-something at that point, maybe 72, whatever. In the 70s, and, you'd have gotten in trouble if you let that opportunity pass. Dude, didn't pitch dude, dude uh, he lays on this like this Academy Award a winning uh, show on her. She ends up uh, hugging him, and while she's hugging him, my grandpa looks at me again and winks. No. <laughs> wow. I said, that's my hero forever. <laughs> 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 obviously it's very memorable for you oh yeah dude i have forgotten a lot of shit adam i have forgot that 
<laughs> says, wow. That's <laughs> a great story, too. <laughs> I thought she was going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have survived today. But uh, <laughs> no, Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> there is a plea for insanity, Adam, I believe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Adam, so how were you going to celebrate, Adam, uh, national uh, uh, hero day? Hero day, yeah. Well, I was going to go to... Uh, Firehouse Subs. Okay. <laughs> I was going to get the number six, which is a hero sandwich. <laughs> and I'm going to throw it. I'm going to, I'm going to, <laughs> like Palu Malalu? I'm going to, th- what, what I'm going to throw name? it across the parking lot outside of the Firehouse Subs, and I'll turn to the camera and I'll say, there goes my hero. <laughs> Hashtag... National Hero Day. <laughs> Adam, today is also National Motorcycle Ride Day. Hey, that's good for you. <laughs> it won't be happening, Adam. Oh, damn it. Hero. Adam, if you, if you survive that, you are my hero. <laughs> oh, yeah, Adam. Do you have a drink? I'm good. I'm good. Yes, I do. <laughs> my hero, Adam. How about we go to the meat and potatoes of this podcast in season four, baby? I'm choking up over here. <laughs> The Tanya and Adam's Hard to Name Podcast today in Rock. It's a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Woo. We're, having, we're having too much fun, Adam. This is good. New bells and whistles. Adam, who do we have here, buddy? This is the Ginger Man, Ginger <laughs> Baker. Wowing us with some drum solo. Green fame, Adam. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. YouTube, I would imagine. Right? It is a, it is a YouTube okay, thing. You might want to bring it down. <coughs> I'm still, uh, still thinking about your hero survival. Adam creamed drummer Ginger Baker Adam mm-hmm. collapsed on a <laughs> Sussex University stage after playing a 20 minute drum solo. And he collapsed at the end. He recovered at the local hospital. In other words, they took him out of their unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> so he just played until he was too tired to play anymore. That is absolutely it was, went insane. Out. What solos. chemicals did he have inside? The barbiturates for one, probably. Mm-hmm. Alcohol, probably another. And we're speculating here. You know, Ginger Baker, rest in peace, buddy. You know, maybe Coke. I don't know. Notoriously, it he's could an be, asshole. It, it could be he had nothing. It was just, he was just on a musical high. He was <laughs> dehydrated like many of the stars. <coughs> yeah. Could be we're just going ahead and, and being mean here and, you know, uh, judging. He only hanged out with, with uh, Eric Clapton. No yeah. biggie. Yeah. No, that's a pretty clean. He never had any problems with yeah, substances. Yeah, that's a pretty clean guy right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 1960s Eric Clapton, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least not, he got 20 not the minutes. More docile one. At least he gave them 20 minutes into the drum solo before he chose minutes. to pass out. There's something about a drum solo. You really, to me, there's so much technique, paradiddling, and you know, playing on the toms, doing the the uh, crash, trash can endings, all this stuff that goes with drumming. Mm, you know, hitting okay. the toms, all these different. Some of them have timbales. 
all kinds of stuff. The chimes. Yeah, they have many things. They have many, many, many things. Many percussion things. Okay, I am amazed. It is time to move on. Yeah. Where's the rest of the band? Why haven't they joined in? What is going on? Uh, 17 minutes later, Ginger Baker still banging away on the solo. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes, dude, is a long time. Did, did Cream or did Ginger Baker himself have some noted uh, recording of a drum solo track like uh on one of the records you know how like talk, I always speak of zeppelin but moby dick with led zeppelin was kind of like the bonzo's okay, uh, yeah, drum yeah, solo yeah, yeah. song that's, that's the, the as you would say the signature yeah the signature song yeah so at least he he kind of had that bass song there and then he built off of it with all the other things that he would do you know, play with his hands and he'd throw the sticks away and, you know, do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, that's what we saw in The Song Remains the Same. Yeah. Yeah. In that movie? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm i not that much of a cream connoisseur to know that much about if he has an actual recording. This was off of YouTube. Right. And you just don't know. I mean, these are like, this is a, I don't but, know what year that footage was from, but when this happened to us, 1966, and that's a relatively very young Ginger Baker. He's probably very competitive <clears throat> and he had the virtuoso... Eric Clapton and his band said, oh, this guy's going to take off and do some guitar solos. Yeah. Let me give him 20 minutes of this. 20 <laughs> minutes of sticks. <laughs> sticks it in you. <laughs> oh, we brought it down, Adam. All right, yeah. Mm. You're not a big Rod Stewart fan, are you? Uh, I don't have any problem with him. Would you go see him? Uh, yeah. I don't know that I would be too entertained by what he's doing now. No, but, that, but I would see yeah, him. I, I, I mean, yeah. I still say that I had a chance to go see him in Vegas. I'm still kicking myself in the ass that I did it. I think a world that would have really enjoyed that. I am, but he was he was into his standards and he was singing like the old like American classic songbooks yeah, type stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, I know that's that's yeah, that's not the not the one. I I want to see the I want to see the bluesy the faces Rod Stewart. I saw on. Uh, more recent YouTube. There's actually something from 2022 where he was playing a concert and he was doing a Maggie May, but it was a very pared down, slow Maggie May. It was very something that I didn't want to see. Did it have orchestral uh, tunes behind that? Did kind, it have, kind of, did I it guess. Have, did it have French horns? It didn't have a lot of rocking going on. Did it have a lot of French horns, Adam? <laughs> a lot of violins going on. I don't know where those horns were from, but uh, they could have been from France, I guess. No, it might have been Belgian yeah. horn. <laughs> I'm sure uh, he's given his horn to many Frenchies. <laughs> Adam, 1971, October the 2nd, 1971. Mm -hmm. Rod Stewart enjoyed a two-sided U.S. number one record with Maggie May Adam and Reason to Live. Mm -hmm. So there was two singles. And one was side A and the other one was side B. Although Maggie Name was uh, Maggie May wasn't her real name, it was a song co-written by Rod Stewart. It was about this older lady that he uh, had an encounter with. It was a milfy of the uh, 1960s, Adam. Okay, and that's what Maggie May was about. And he didn't use her real name. You know, it's really really cool to think you could release a 45 and both sides reach number reach one. number one. Isn't that's that pretty, something? That's pretty wild. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Wake up, Maggie. Oh. I think I've got something to say to you. Oh, that's, 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 <laughs> that's how he does it now. No, that's not good. <laughs> well, you know, with the years, your voice has, you know, wear and tear. So oh. I don't think it'd rock out the faces as cool or as hard, maybe as back in the 70s. Anyway, Probably Adam, not. he revealed that it was surprised that those songs were such a success. Why? He, and he says, I still can't see 
how a single is such a big hit. It has no melody. He was talking about Maggie May. But Rolling Stone seems to disagree with him. Mm-hmm. In 2004, they ranked that song 131, Adam, on their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. It's almost like 120 above Adam, Rapper's Delight. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But, yeah, and Rod Stewart doesn't think it's any good. <laughs> Adam, I think he's not being a hero there, Adam. He's, no. not, he's not being the classic heroes that we're used to, He's not being to, a hero for his own no, music. No, no, he's not, Adam. <laughs> Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee. Tommy, you ready for some Zeppelin stuff? Adam, on Hmm. season number four. Yes. Continue, Adam, to Zeppelin me, baby. Okay, let's do this. I've never heard that, Adam. That is, of course, See the, boats the Honey Drippers down by the seaside off of Physical Graffiti. Okay. I never, I, I, for some reason, I can't never recall that. that. And I, I should recall that, especially with that effect on that guitar. I need to pull out Physical Graffiti today. Yeah, you should. You know. should. Yeah, on, on my way home, you should put in Physical Graffiti. <laughs> As I'm leaving, you put it on. Uh, on October 6, 1976, okay. Tommy, having completed a successful run of shows in Japan, the members of Led Zeppelin, along with manager Peter Grant, traveled to Hong Kong okay. to meet with businessman and newspaper owner Andrew Yu. The mission was to negotiate conditions for a future concert promotion there. During the day, the band went out in a launch into the South China Sea to view the recently scuppered ocean liner Queen Elizabeth. Mm. Having launched in 1938 and being a vital troop transport during the Second World War, viewing the fate of this once mighty ship was seen as a curiosity for the Brits. The luxury passenger ship had in the previous year caught fire and had sunk under suspicious conditions. Right there in Hong Kong? Uh After having a gander at the wreckage on the return journey, the launch started to take on water, and it was rising quickly. Zeppelin was named for a rigid airship that crashed and burned. Surely, this vessel would sink like a stone. The momentary panic gave way to relief as they barely made it back to the safety of the dockside. Unfazed by the experience from earlier in the day, Jimmy Page set out on his own in a sampan into the harbor to savor some of the local floating cuisine. The near disaster averted in the South China Sea is our Zeppelin 101 <laughs> for this week. <laughs> yes, Tommy. I think you're experiencing what I'm experiencing with Kiss. <laughs> they almost went down, Tommy. They almost went down into the deep. Oh, man. That would have been sad. All four of them, Adam. 
who, still a cool song though. Who knows what condition their minds were in, their bodies were in. They they might yeah. not have what not have known up and down. They would have just went right down to David Doan's locker. Maybe that tremolo kind of action they were doing on that guitar, maybe that was them blurring in the, in the water. They were reaching. Could be, could be that. <laughs> Oh, I love this song, man. Nice cover version, mm. Adam. Cover version by a band called Crash Alley. Ooh. It's metaled up a little bit. All right, Adam. That, that of course, is by Yellow Brick Road. That's the one. Adam, 1978. Mm-hmm. I was a big Elton John fan when I was a kid. Okay. There was something really wild about him. You There's know? nothing wrong with that. Elton John was a rocking dude. He still is, you know. No. No? He's, how is he rocking still? Have you been to a show lately? To any show or his yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, his show. No, I haven't been to his show. How would I have been to his show? Have you ever been to an it was Elton avail- John it show? It was available to me, and I said no thanks. Oh, wow. Was it here in town? Yeah, it was. A couple of years ago? Yeah. Mm. Him and Billy Joel, and I, I heard back from people who went to the show and said, Billy Joel was fantastic. That's all you needed to know. Mm. <laughs> we didn't. We don't need to say anything about the other guy. So Captain Fantastic wasn't fantastic. Not really anymore, I guess. Oh, wow. That's sad. Yeah. You know, I watched him on TV a lot and heard him on the radio. And, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I mean, hit, hit machines. Yeah. Him and his uh, songwriting partner so, guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, Adam, Elton John released his seventh studio album in uh, October the 6th of 1978, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, under the working titles of Vodka and Tonics in Silent Movies. Another one would have been Talking Pictures, Adam. Mm. Another one is Bernie Topton wrote the lyrics to the album in two and a half weeks, with John composing most of the music in three days while staying, Adam, at the Pink Flamingo Hotel mm. in Kingston, Jamaica. Wow. That's fast. That's where you get a lot of inspiration yeah, there in for Jamaica. A, for a great album like Goodbye Yellow Rick Road, absolutely. That's full of classics, isn't it? I mean, is yeah. that, that's one of his yeah, like yeah, signature yeah. albums right there. Yes, Adam. Mm. Take a quick guess here mm, and my God. Uh, try to figure out how many mm. albums he sold of that record. Oh, I'm going to say hmm, 8.7 million. Try 30 million, what? Adam. Yes. 30? My God. Worldwide Adam, or uh, just, total, in, just in Britain? Total. So, so the worldwide, it said, actually, yes, it does. Has this song right here, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Adam. Good. Candle in the Wind, a biggie that was revived for the death of uh, Princess, Princess Di. Di. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I know those two. Benny and the Jets. Oh, my Adam, God. Out of that. I think with Benny and the Jets is enough. Mm on that album I love that song man I just absolutely love that song undeniable it's very good okay yeah we got there Adam these are the Rolling Stones excellent Adam 1978 this is the kind of stuff they should be playing on the radio <laughs> Today? <Yeah. laughs> Today. Mick Jagger's Adam yes. on October the 6th, 1978. Yeah. Offers an apology, Adam. 
To who? To the Reverend Jesse Jackson, dude. What was the Reverend doing in 78? Now check this out. After Jackson denounced the Stone song, this one we just heard right now, Some, Some Girls, Girls, as racist. Oh, what does he sing about in there? Oh, are these the lyrics that are going to blow my mind? No, not today. Oh, okay. Jagger, however, refused to change the lyrics even though he apologized. What, was, what were the so, controversial lyrics? Let's take a look at it real quick. Okay. So I can answer your question. Adam, it just goes to show you that cancel culture wasn't just brought up the other day. No. It's been here for a while. Well, it's really only gotten uh, really strong. It's really gotten any, any backing. You can try to cancel way back in the past, but now you have an army of people that are going to help you cancel. Mm, the social media warriors. That's what's going to happen. So, Adam, it says here that the controversy, Adam, they started, first of all, in New York City, which is, of all places, kind of crazy, with the song Miss You. Some black radio station in New York City decided and deemed Miss You had some racial undertones on there. Hmm. Additionally, Adam, the title track, Some Girls, right, attracted the controversy uh, with the lyric that says, Black girls just want to get fucked all night and just don't have that much jam. Adam, let's take a quick listen. Okay. Okay. That's where the controversy started with the good old reverend. By the way, to do it some justice, it was completely taken out of context because it mentions all kinds of girls, American girls, French girls, Chinese girls, like you heard there at the end. Hmm. You know, you name it, it was on there. So it was taken out of context. So whatever was convenient I guess is what they didn't want in that song. Right. Okay. Um, so just because they don't have any jam in their pantry, that's <laughs> that's why? I mean... Maybe the Reverend wanted the kind of jam that comes with the peanut butter already. Oh, like the, the one that the, the goobers or whatever it is? Where you, got <laughs> yeah. the, you can get it all together in one, one scoop. That's kind of so much more efficient <laughs> yeah, that way. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe that's what he wanted. I don't know. And the ratios are right. Yes. It's one to one. They don't have no jams, but they got some peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, Rolling Stones one, cancel culture zero. Shit. <laughs> mm, that's much better. No, this sounds good right here. What do you got here, Adam? Well, this is obviously kickstart my heart, but I'll tell you, it's by a fetching young lass by the oh. name of Stephanie Lloyd. Just one chick? That's all I saw in the video. Oh, it's a YouTube. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, it's either it's either Stephanie or Sophie. <laughs> one of the one of the other. In the zone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she plays the lyrical part. Yeah, the oh. lyrical part she plays as like a solo. I thought it was a record. I thought maybe it was maybe an EP or something from Motley Crue. It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. Anyway, Adam, 1989, October the 5th, 1989, mm -hmm. Motley Crue played a warm-up show for their forthcoming Dr. Feelgood tour at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Okay, that's in usually West a stop. Hollywood, Adam, yes. Under their fake name. Pseudonym? Their pseudonym, mm -hmm. The Foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> it's always got to be something about a cock or balls yeah i don't know something. what the hell it is i know uh the show was also used for the filming of their next video kickstart my heart mm. i thought that was a pretty good album after theater of pain which had home sweet home i really did enjoy a lot this uh i don't know that i could say that there's a would you put another album as better than dr feelgood i, I know oh, the early man. stuff's pretty good i but. love too fast for love 
I don't know what it is. It's just that out of, I think, out of all the Motley Crue records. And this album has a great hard rock song which is Livewire. I love that song, too. But the, the heart... There's something about it that just... You know, have you seen those movies where those Asian guys stand at each other and they have their legs straight apart and they take turns kicking themselves in the balls? Have you ever I, I seen those how, videos? I don't know how I've missed this, but... I know, but that's what it feels like. Livewire, Adam, <laughs> feels that way. Nothing says seal of approval more than I feel like I got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> it's rock and roll, Adam. <laughs> nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Pod to Name Podcast. Historic. Hip hop, rapizzle moment, yo. Adam, yes, Tommy. Take a take a jab at this. Take a stab, Adam. I don't know what I'm hearing. You've heard these guys. We're gonna revisit them again here on the historic hip hop rap Islam moment, Adam. It's the Wu Tang. Is it the Wu Tang? Yes, Adam. Is this like some splinter group of Wu Tang? No, this is this is how the this is how the Wu Tang spits, Adam. <laughs> This is the Wu-Tang. Yes. Okay, because what, what, are, what are the killer bees then? The killer bees. The killer bees, Adam, was kind of, it was an album, and they kind of took the name the killer bees for that album, but they were the Wu-Tang. So it's the Wu-Tang. You knew it was the Wu-Tang, a.k.a. the killer bees. The Wu-Tang killer bees. Yes. But, all right. And also... Featured on this is the Hellraza. Hellraza, yes. And Hellraza. And, and Shaheem. Uh huh. Uh, Shaheem, yes. Right? Uh huh. I, I, I don't know what's happening. I, I, it, there's, there's so much uh, collaboration and yes. so much extra stuff happening and, and appearances and things. That's it. I don't know what's happening. That's it. That's what's happening. Okay. You hit it right on the nail. Did okay. you hear the whole album, Adam, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> I saw you came in with a with a handkerchief on your head. <laughs> and speaking of uh, handkerchiefs on Adam, we need to spill one, Adam. Oh. <laughs> we need to spill one for the homies for uh Coolio Adam. He, oh, Coolio, he, Coolio passed right. away back in the last that was week. The last of, week ago. Last yeah. week of, uh, I want to say September, Adam. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Surprise. He was kind of young, yes, wasn't he? Like yes, uh, 57, 56, yeah. Rest, mm. in, rest in peace as I spill my 40s. Did you see the Mimi Adam <laughs> where Dr. Evil was spilling his 40s for. Uh, for Coolio? For Coolio. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. You better go back to your WhatsApp, Adam. I, I saw that uh, Weird Al posted a pic of him hugging Coolio saying. Yes. Peace, brother. Actually, he was wearing a diaper that day. He was afraid. 
<laughs> he was afraid of him. <laughs> I just made that up too, Adam. <laughs> Thank you. I finally got some laughter out of you. <laughs> you got it. All right, let's go back to the Wu-Tang. Uh-huh. We haven't visited the Wu-Tang for a while, Adam. No, no, no. no. Anyway, Adam, in 1998, October the 3rd, 1998, still considered old school here, kind of, right? 98, was it, it was yeah. 99? Yeah. Just in under the we wire. We learned that in the last episode, yeah. So just loud, barely old. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Adam, Loud Records and members of Loud RCA rap group, Adam, uh-huh. Wu-Tang Clan were sued by a woman, Adam. A woman? Claiming battery, false imprisonment, and defamation, Adam, among other allegations. The entire band had, had battered her? Yes, what she says. She sued him, Adam. The, the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang, yes. And the Killer Bees. In this case, I wish, I'm sure, yeah. Did they get Hal Raza? <laughs> Shaheem. Shaheem. Anyway, stop it. <laughs> Let's try to get through this real quick. Bridget Gray, Adam, an actress and dancer. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I see. Seeks compensatory mm-hmm. and punitive damages for an August 1997 incident in which she alleges that members of the Wu-Tang Clan made derogatory comments and held her against her will while she was hired to appear in a video for the group. Those are old school charges Yes, from 1997. Yes, Adam. <laughs> Man, okay. Now, who would have guessed that the Wu-Tang might say something derogatory <laughs> to a, a dancer? <laughs> maybe she was going to go to the remake of Lawrence Welk, maybe. I don't know, Adam. <laughs> Maybe she was going to be a remake of Hee Haw and ended up on the set of the Wu-Tang video. I don't know. She didn't know what she was getting into. She didn't know what she was getting into. (laughs) Her agent had booked her for the role. Or maybe she was headed towards that way and she ended up somehow in the Wu-Tang video. Who are these Wu-Tangs? They sound nice. I'll I'll do their video, sure. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm here to do the Wu-Tangs. Yeah. Have you seen them, Adam, these rap videos, Adam? Um, I mean, they've crashed my sight every once in a while. I haven't really sought them out, though. What would I find on this? On Adam, these videos? We're oh. going to visit the Urban Dictionary, Adam. They're defined. There's gave, a blanket definition in the dictionary. Yes, the, Adam. Uh, so since we gave birth, Adam, ooh. to this segment last season, yes. we're going to continue this segment, Adam. We're because gonna, there's so many other gonna, terms yes. that need to be researched. And we're going to be reinforced, Adam, by academic documentation adam academic studies mm. of urban life of urban <laughs> oh, good <laughs> of urban life adam and that's backed up usually by the urban dictionary now adam. this is good because this is stuff that i don't really know yes. anything about and this is going to educate me about other culture yes Adam. so this is this is progress being made here this is hands being extended and joined yes we're shaking hands and connections are being made. You're bridging gaps, Adam. Yes. Yes, Adam. Check it out. So she Did was, the dancer have gaps? Uh, sh- I, we, I don't know because I haven't seen the visuals of, uh, what's her name? Bridget Gray. Here's the deal, Adam. This young lady is suing the Wu-Tang Clan for defamation, uh, defamation and some other stuff that may battery. or may not have occurred in battery, right? For an appearance in a rap video. Now, I've seen these rap videos, Adam. They are full of third birthday materials. They are worthy of many rompology readings. As a matter of fact, if you give it a slow motion. (laughs) Are they normally in the clinical dress that we need to have? Yes, Adam, yes. Oh. 99.9. Both hemispheres. Yes. Completely out there flapping, Adam, yes. Yes, clapping as we learned also in the... uh, a few episodes ago as well. Right. 
So we're going to go immediately to the Urban Dictionary. Adam says, this okay. is what the Urban Dictionary says, rap video. It has a definition. Definition for rap yes, video. Yes, 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 yes. Number one, mm-hmm. a fucking insult to real hip hop. Oh, man. Shots fired by the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> Adam, it says here, and I'm going to use these words, Adam, as... Uh, Are you editing it on the fly? No, I am not editing it. I'm, I'm going to read it verbatim. I'm going to give uh, to our listeners, I'm going to give it to them raw, Adam. Both barrels. Yes. Bang, bang. Says, an ignorant niggas oh, or God. a wiggas visual dream. Wow. So that goes with the fucking insult to real hip hop. Uh, Number two definition of the rap video also evidently finds some some negative connotation to the rap video. So it says half naked models Mm -hmm. with no morals and no intelligence saturated in baby oil Mm. and shaking their asses. Just like that, Adam, it says it. Diamonds, platinum and gold in abundance. Mm. Name brand clothes in abundance, luxury sports cars owned usually by the record label or MTV, mansions that are probably owned by a family who was kicked out and paid to be sent away for a week just so the video could be shot at the house. So a lot of affluence and being surrounded by mindless floozies. Yes, Adam. It doesn't stop there. It says computerized sparkles in order to make the bling more shiny. In other words, Adam, there's CGI going on here. Last but not least, Adam, it says, so much money is put into these videos at the risk of senior citizens losing money in their social security. (laughs) (laughs) That's harsh. Wow. Definition number two was pretty harsh, Adam. Yeah. Adam, there's all kinds of stuff associated to them. They could be considered a filmed urban parties, Adam, where uh, usually same thing. You have a Porsche that's rented, Adam. You have Gucci suits that are probably uh, counterfeit. They're all over these videos, Adam. Mm -hmm. There's gym shoes, Adam. Somebody dressed up like a hip-hop mogul throwing money everywhere. There's all kinds of stuff. But the logos are always front and center. Yes. Whether it's real or not yeah in other words adam these the urban dictionary adam considers these things pathetic materialistic poor rich losers Adam. so are there no redeeming qualities in a rap video oh, according sister. to the urban dictionary oh my okay here's another one here a music video is a music video however a rap video is a whole other category by itself okay how would it be any different because of all these other things that are happening now check this out and mm. what's happening happened one time in this small town in georgia adam they are eight billion dollars in debt adam due to the cost of this rap video featuring ludicrous adam ti ying yang twins little wayne and mike jones adam don't know mike jones I think I've seen the yin-yang. Anyway, $8 million dollars in debt? Is what it says here, Adam. For this, this one is, video. Yes, Adam, yes. It says, now the residents are living in immense poverty, famine, and depression. What? <laughs> I'll tell you, right? Look famine. it up. Famine? Look it up right here. The, I'm not, this is not a joke. This is the Urban Dictionary. Look up rap video. Okay. Yes, and some people even sold their children's organs. What? In order to have a decent Thanksgiving dinner. That's what happened after filming this rap video. So that's why it's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I'm just telling you, man. I'm just okay, telling you. Okay. So, okay, the hip hop rap hizzle dictionary Adam oh. also defines rap video as a noun. Okay. A small but epic, maybe this is the redeeming one, a small but epic short film usually depicting poor urban life plagued by drugs and violence. 
Well, that didn't help. Oh. See, before we had a lot of affluence and like a lot of yeah. bling and a lot of uh, expensive cars. Yes, and, it switched and it up, Adam. Bricks of money. And now we have shoddy. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in trailers. And the second definition says a teaching tool or indoctrination film used in the inner city to introduce younger members to a hustler lifestyle and to the game. Uh, the game, yes. This is what you have to do to make it. We're on, we're on our path to make it. We haven't quite made it yet. So you're this, watching us. So this is kind of like journey. this is kind of like their training video, I guess. Is yeah, what they exactly. Were. Okay, I could see some of that, Adam. It is also used, Adam, by the white middle class, mainly conservatives. Is that me? If you're middle class and mainly conservative, it's you. Okay. As a method to scare their children into not mingling with black or Latino children in their class. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, Adam, it doesn't. No. It doesn't work for me either. I'm Latino. No. Yeah. <laughs> and you're married to one. I know. They only claim to be Latino. They don't even claim to be white. <laughs> they don't speak no Spanish. But <laughs> that's another question. Yeah. Anyway, there is an applicability here. Concerned mother is the first person to be portrayed here in this scenario all right hunter do you know that hispanic kid in your class mm. and hunter says mom do you mean enrique okay mm, that's a good it's a good name concerned mother yes now i want you to watch this short rap video <laughs> <laughs> so you know what they're up to <laughs> Oh, my God. She's using it as for educational purposes. Oh, son, which is Hunter, right? Uh -huh. Says, Ma. <laughs> but his dad is an engineer, and they live in a bigger house than we do. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she, Mom kind of missed the mark on <laughs> this did, one. She did. Just Adam. a little bit. She did. Adam. <laughs> Adam rap videos also depict stories of how to rise from the ashes, from a very poor existence, to the pinnacle of success. Okay. I can see that kind of like a rocky story, but with rap. Right, right, right. It says there's a scenario on this one too, Adam. Good. Young lady, number one, says, yo. Mm, young lady says, yo. <laughs> I've, I've heard they, it. Adam, why do they start with yo? <laughs> well, she's just trying to get your attention very casually. <laughs> Did you see little Queen's Toshiba's video? Uh, young lady, number two, says, Toshiba. <laughs> I used to have a 47-inch Toshiba. <laughs> it's touchy, Adam, not Toshiba. Oh, 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 oh. Says, Young lady number two responds with, show enough. <laughs> okay. That's a, is that an answer in the affirmative? Yes. <laughs> okay. We need to maybe look that one up, too. <laughs> show enough. I didn't know she started hoeing at the strip clubs. Oh, wow. Did a lap dance for Big Cash Carlos. Then he heard her while she spit while she was jamming his Jimmy. <laughs> How <laughs> do we gotta break this down? <laughs> because it ends with then offered her a record deal. Okay. So little Queen Tachibas. I haven't seen that rap star. Okay. Okay, let's see what she did. So young lady number two didn't know that she started hoeing at the strip club, did a lap dance for Big Cash Carlos. Okay. Then Big Cash Carlos heard her spit while she jammed his Jimmy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> there's, there's, there's jamming and jimmies and spinning. Adam, and then he offered her a record deal. Oh, my God. Okay, that's pretty good. I get it. I know, I'm going to break it down to you. I'm cool Is there a lot of one. Me Too going on Adam, there? So, yeah. 
Holy crap. Oh, no, but no, wait a minute. The scenario hasn't ended. Young lady number one says, girl, after watching that, I need to work on both my skills. <laughs> so she's going to start hoeing at the club. <laughs> and spitting at him. So this is my guess is while she being a little queen Tachiba, while she was jamming his jimmy, she was spitting. In other words, she was probably rapping okay. as it occurred. And, he, and big cash Carlos said, ooh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonder he can stay focused while his Jimmy's being jammed. Oh, no kidding, Adam. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Adam. Also, number three. Isn't there says, a Jimmy Jam somewhere in the in the hip hop universe? So, anyway, number three has there's a third definition to the hip hop rap. Oh, good. Says this less. Will, this will provide clarity. Yes, less seen rap video shorts are those where a positive message is being conveyed to the audience, but since they lack big booties and gunplay, <laughs> are deemed boring and thus not giving much airplay. Their message Adam. falls on deaf yes, ears. Adam says, so rap fan number one says, MC Stay in School is about to drop his new video. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a square, this guy. <laughs> rap fan number two says, I'm a pass. <laughs> Well, that sounds like the appropriate answer. <laughs> he ain't got no girls in his tired videos. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I agree. Adam, there's also another term here before we leave the hip hop rap hizzle. Jesus. Adam, it says a uh, rap videoing is actually a verb. Rap, rap videoing. Rap videoing, yes. That's, Adam. A, that's an action that's people a are verb, taking. Yes, Adam. All right. What If I'm rap videoing, what am I doing? You are pouring or spraying an alcoholic beverage into the crack of my yes, own ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm clapping those cheeks. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Onto the head or chest. On <laughs> the breasticles. Oh, okay. Uh, of a friend in a celebratory fashion. Oh. All the while yelling, rap video. <laughs> Things you learned, Adam. And this is actually wow. off the Urban Dictionary, Adam. That's incredible. Look at that bitch rap videoing over there. <laughs> okay. Oh, check it out. There's a scenario, too. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Sports fan number one says, did you see that NFL player rap videoing that skis in the club last night on his video? <laughs> okay. So he's not even in the hip-hop life. He's an athlete, but he can still rap video. Adam. Mm. Hip hop and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sports fan number two says what? Oh my god! There's a second scenario. Adam says it says hip hop enthusiast number one in this scenario. Adam. Oh, okay. I'm a rap video your ass tonight in that party. <laughs> <laughs> hip hop enthusiast ugly chick friend says, "Ooh, can't wait." <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's always so educational when we learn all of these definitions and the scenarios in which they should be applied. I love it. Holy crap. I love it. Ooh, I know this one for sure, man. This is Let's Go. You're right. By the car. Yes, baby. This song gets confused. The title gets confused. People think it's I Like the Nightlife Baby. Okay. But it's called Let's Go. I, I could be confused by that. I would, I would probably say the other version there. <laughs> I like that nightlife, baby. <laughs> Pretty cool song, Adam. Pretty October good. October the 4th of 2000, Benjamin Orr, Adam. 
bassist and vocalist for the Cars lost a fight with pancreatic cancer at the age of 5'3". Why did he choose to fight pancreatic cancer? He lost the fight, Adam. He died. Well, why, well I wouldn't even pick a fight with patriotic cancer. I say patriotic cancer, just yeah, go on. Get the fuck get, out of here. Don't yes. even worry about me. Or sang lead vocals on some of the band's most recognizable hits, Adam. Like this one we just uh, not Rico Kasich. Right Was it he like no. the vocalist on no, I almost think, everything? I no, no. This guy sang a few also as well. He says, "Just what I needed, Adam." Oh yeah. Bye bye love and drive also, Adam says here. Well, those are like the big hits. I, I think what they did is they mix them up. I think there is some Rico Kasich and then mm. Benjamin Orr. Mm. Interchanges here. Sad. So. Ooh, Adam. Sounds aggressive right here. Who's this? This is Slayer Adam Supremist. Oh, yeah, Slayer for sure. Is there some screaming coming up? <laughs> Let me see. Oh, no. Almost. It, it did deserve it. <laughs> Adam Mumbai-based EMI Virgin India Limited, Adam, in Uh October the 1st of 2006, announced that it would recall all copies of Slayer's most recent album. Why? Christ Illusion. Mm. Following protests by a Christian group, Mumbai-based Catholic Secular Forum, CSF. So some Catholic group didn't like it. Only in India, though. In India, yeah. So the rest of the Catholics and the rest of the Christians around the world, we were okay with it. I guess so. And it could be in the stores, but just not in India, well, which no. is predominantly Hindu. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. So I think uh, the cover of that had some decapitated heads, Adam. Only in India? Or was, it, um, was that the cover worldwide? I'm not a Slayer fan, Adam, but I believe that one of the uh, decapitated heads, Adam, was that of Mother Teresa, Adam. <laughs> I can see that, where it's only in India. Was she alive at the time uh yeah 19 uh, 2006 yeah probably wow let me see when she died ah forget it who cares just go on to the next one (laughs) surely they overreacted (laughs) all right adam we know what this is we've taken it down a little bit from slayer we have adam yes i still want to be excited by slayer break that shit down it's the queen (laughs) both dead we're we're champions (laughs) yes According to new scientific research, Adam, on October the 3rd of 2011, Queen's We Are the Champions, this song we just played a little of, was found to be the catchiest song ever written. That's a lot of bullshit. Mm. Musicologist, Adam, Dr. Asalun Pauly. Ass what? Allison, excuse me. <laughs> from the university. Ass, ass says what? Uh, <laughs> So it says, from the University of England, conducted the research into what makes a song memorable. And during the research, they discovered that sing-along songs contained four key elements, Adam. Long and detailed musical phrases. Long and really? Musical phrases. Long and detailed. Multiple pitch changes in the song's hook. Male vocalist and higher male voices making a noticeable vocal effort. You want to hear oh, wait, We have a list. Yeah, we do, yeah. Okay, I so want to hear it. Adam amongst them. Okay. YMCA by <laughs> YMCA by the village people. Uh-huh. Some 41's fat lip. So nothing by Lou Reed. <laughs> no. Evidently not Adam. Because he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't even try. Adam. <laughs> anyway. Did you say Europe? Yeah, Adam, Europe's the final, the final countdown. countdown. Yes. Did I call it Asia the last time we used it? I don't think so. I think, I think you called it Europe. Adam, there is a medical term for that. It's, it's called the stuck song syndrome, Adam. The one where you get it in your head mm-hmm. and you yep, can't you yep, can't yep. get it out. Mm-hmm. It's musical obsessions is the technical word for it, and also it's also known as earworm. Earworm, that's what the that's term right. is. That's right. What else do we have on the list? Oh, that was the only three that they mentioned. 
<laughs> this oh. report, yeah. There's a shitload of songs, Adam, that, that get stuck in your head. To me, what gets more stuck in my heads are like riffs. Uh, the ones that are a little spooky Halloween, like uh, Guns and Roses, Estranged. But you're right now, you're so focused on song construction and pieces and putting things together. So you're probably, in your mind, you're deconstructing and you're trying to see how they layered these pieces together to make that final sound. Right? You're constructing music. So you're probably deconstructing in your mind and you're now obsessing over it. Mm. Well, I thought you were a rumpologist. I didn't know, Adam, you were you were a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're a musicologist. I don't know. But isn't that what you're doing? Mm, yeah, I you're, am. You're creating musical pieces. You're trying to create a song. You're trying to put lyrics together. You're trying to get a finished piece of work. Yeah, but I would say And you're usually even... looking at influence that you're hearing, and these earworms are getting in there. And maybe. Like, mm, maybe I like the way this works. Maybe subconsciously, yeah. Like I just meant estranged by Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that one right there. Thank you. Yeah, the big 10-minute long song. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little freaky there. Down by the river, Neil Young. Mm. There's a bass hook on there. It keeps spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. Mm. Also, we've played songs from YouTube on this podcast, parody songs and things like that. I have a very memorable one that comes out every once in a while. It's called IPP and So What? Okay, I'm high. <laughs> and So What? That doesn't have a riff. That's one of your favorite favorite earworms. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I pee pee and so what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go. I don't know what we have here, buddy. This is hot for teacher. Okay. Done by Wolfgang von Halen. Van Halen. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's not and Van Justin Halen. Hawkins. Well, it's almost Van Halen. It is Van Halen. Yeah, this is the younger generation. Oh, Justin Hawkins. So this is off of the uh, the the uh, Taylor Hawkins tribute. I'll revisit that a few times. I think we've done some Justin. Let's listen to some of these vocals. Wow, what a mess. You know, it's one of those fan-recorded fan things. Fan-recorded, yeah. yeah. It's never going to be the best. That's Wolfie on the guitar? It is Wolfie. All Wolfie. I believe in the bingo love! <laughs> <laughs> well, he has... Okay, yeah. He's giving it a shot. Yeah. Putting in work. Oh, bet you on the concert footage itself, the official footage, I'm sure sounds Gotta like be better. better. Yeah. Gotta oh, be top yeah. notch to there. Check that out, yeah. Adam to 20, 6 October 2020, Adam, Eddie Van Halen, who had established himself as one of the greatest rock guitarists in uh, the whole world, passed away, Adam. Ugh. Horrible day. Horrible day. Announced Adam on this podcast, by the way. That's right. That's right. Oh, it was crazy. And we, just, had tr- we had laid we, tribute yeah, at his feet. We, Adam, I lost my train of thought there for a minute. I don't know what happened. I just, oh, you just <laughs> lost control. You were overcome with the sense of grief. I was, Because man. you mentioned that uh, one of the guitarists that would be on the Mount Rushmore of guitarists, his passing. Yeah. It's a very sorrowful day. It's very sad. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four. 
this weekend. Oh yeah! Yes, Adam. Yeah. Live in Vegas, Adam, the place that I was at. Ooh, is this from, from actually your concert where yeah. you were there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this from your footage or something that you pulled off of YouTube at the same concert? No, this mess is from one of my videos. Oh, this is personal. Yes, yes, Adam. All right, that sounded pretty good. Did it? Yeah. I mean, it didn't sound too bad. I had the uh, I had my GoPro with GoPro. Me. Nobody caught you there. No, no, no they didn't <laughs> tried to pull me. you out. They didn't catch me either. There. So yeah, it did pretty good. Yeah, Gene Simmons Adam sings that song. As a matter of fact, yeah, he does. the day that I was a guest singer up at uh, in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma, yeah, mm-hmm. Monica got up and sang some of this song, Adam. Oh, she oh, did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. Were you holding up signs, giving her the lyrics <laughs> because I she was, wasn't quite aware? I was yelling at her. Says, "Do whatever Gene says, except you know the naughty stuff." <laughs> <laughs> Adam, just like uh, <laughs> Led Zeppelin, Adam. Oh, <laughs> this week in history, Adam. Did they have trouble in the, in the water? Adam, we're gonna go with September the twentieth, twenty twenty-two. Adam, that was <laughs> <laughs> their history is becoming more and more recent. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the Kiss cruise in the last uh, installment. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> let me turn this shit off, Adam. So yeah, Kiss bases, Adam. Gene Simmons said on that day, okay, he has no friends, Adam. Uh, you mean outside of the his? Yeah, I mean no nobody outside of his family. He doesn't have anybody that he calls friends. So he says, "Kiss figurehead Gene Simmons, Adam doesn't take kindly to having friends. It's a choice, Adam." As the famous rocker indicated to Goldmine in the music magazine's latest issue in a new interview with Simmons, the musician says he doesn't have friends. I would think that it's safe to assume that he has at least, oh, uh, at least twenty to thirty million friends. And those are dollar dollar yes, bills, exactly. yo. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's all he really cares about, isn't that's, it? I think that's what it comes down to, Adam. Before we go into that, it says yeah. here. But what about his partner in crime, Adam? Like Paul Stanley. Well, the Kiss singer slash bassist made an exception for his bandmate, mm-hmm. and that it seems to be the only one. Simmons explained to Goldmine today, as I sit here, other than with Paul Stanley, we only get together when we do stuff for the band. So, so mostly a business yes. associate rather than a friend. Yeah, how do I say this without sounding inhuman? I don't have friends. Hmm. Is that because anybody that he comes in contact with is, of course, going to want something from him? He's going to be seen that he's being used by the other person, that he always is going to have the higher position, and he's going to be the source of the joy and fame for the other person, that nobody's going to contribute equally in a friend relationship with him? Good question, Adam, because hmm. he says here, if friends mean, gee, I don't know what I'm going to do this afternoon. Hey, you want to come over and hang out? Indeed, I'm more interested in what I want to do, Simmons spelled out, not what some other person wants to do. I don't want to pretend that I'm interested in what you want to do because I am not. Well, you're supposed to find somebody that you have shared (laughs) interests with, and then you'd both want to do the same thing. Adam, you and me only have a shared interest in this podcast. In this podcast? We do not Going to concerts, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that is true. We're not in each other's face 365. 
As hmm. a matter of fact, we saw less of each other when we just went to concerts together. Oh, yeah. It was just concerts? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Which yeah. was pretty course, awesome. Was... And, and uh, the occasional family mm. deal that of course, know, of either course. I showed up or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or you would be, let's say, at your mother-in-law's house or something. You know? that's, that's the way and it happens. we still had a fantastic time. And, you know, I still consider you a friend. I do you uh, as well. But it's not like, yeah, let's hang out and drink beer or whatever. Or let's go hang out and play craps. <laughs> Wait, we did that once. We did that once, yes. Kind of. As, you're, as, you're standing over my as shoulder. As an instructional thing, Adam. Just, <laughs> you could have been my hero that day, Adam. Oh, man, if I would have hit the big one. Yes. <laughs> On National Hero Day, Adam. Hold on. I still got a hot roll. We can't, we can't make it out there to the, to the concert yet. We can't go and roast under the sun for no reason at all, goddammit. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's what he considers. I guess it's, he doesn't. The way he sees it, Adam, is... Simply put, you know, I don't want to hang out with nobody. I just, I want to do what he, I want to do. He has his agenda and he wants to do yeah, what he wants to do. I want to do what Gene yeah. Simmons wants to do. Yeah. I could feel that. I'm not a friend guy myself. Could you be Gene's friend? Probably not. Hmm. Have nothing in common with, you know, a millionaire to begin with. So I wouldn't know how to act around somebody like that. I mean, for what you see on TV, I mean, that's, that's the persona they're projecting. Is that how they really are? You never know. No, you don't know. They have to have some kind of a human aspect to it. I mean... Uh, being a friend, I've worked with people like that and I've been around them, but no, I'm not a guy who hangs out. I'm not a guy who goes to the bar on a Friday afternoon after mm -hmm. a long week of work. Not me either. Because what you're going to hear is work stories. Why would I want to do that? Do you want to do that? No. You can hear about Gondor or some shit on your new uh, Fuck yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings videos. Hell yeah. yeah. And by myself. At the volume that I wanted on. At the brightness of the TV that I wanted on. And subtitles so you can and, read all yeah, the bullshit. Exactly. And stop it. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And rewind it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, I feel that. So when I, saw, yeah. when I read that, I kind of felt that. I said, wow, yeah. Makes a ton of sense. I consider Sammy Rodriguez a brother of mine. But and you're separated by distance, so you don't, you don't really yeah. have the ability to hang out. Yeah, and but when we worked, when we worked together, we still did hang out, like, and we still had you know much love and appreciation for each other, and we did have things in common, though. You know, there's a difference right there. Maybe the same age group, things like that. But you know, his interests were different than mine on a personal level. You enjoy working with wood. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I I love what I could do with wood. <laughs> when, nice. the wood, when the wood's cooperating no, I'm fortunate enough that my wood still cooperates oh, that's So good. yeah, that's, that's good. a good thing But <laughs> still, Jesus, you know, knock on wood <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> But yeah, I could see that I could actually, I could relate to that in a certain way yeah. I don't like, I, don't, I just don't like sniffing butts and people sniffing mine I'm not a dog You don't need to be part of the group And you don't need to be oh. in your crowd to have fun or to feel fulfilled i guess yeah, you heard me i my hero is when i look in the mirror that's right that's right <laughs> you're a party of one yeah and i yeah and i don't need you to praise me because then i think you're gonna ask me for something so, so i don't want you hanging out to kiss my ass either oh yeah you know it's like oh wait a minute what do you want you're gonna hustle me for something i don't know <laughs> what do you need <laughs> it's like when jeremy comes up hey pop and he's putting his arm around me so uh -oh. oh here we here, go here we go what do you ask and What's there, the I'm, ask? there i'm screwed that's no there's nothing about friendship there that's family no it's, i know you're fucked on that one <laughs> <laughs> there's only reason why he only moved across the street yeah so you're, so you're right close for him. but you see but you see what i'm saying I, I could get i understand that i really do i i could i could relate to that on a level that you have no idea i eat lunch by myself dude 
And I am perfectly happy with that. I drive out to get my lunch in right there on Rock. And, oh, wait a minute. What do I want today? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll go for some fresh chicken from Popeye's. Or maybe I'll go and get me a sub there at Subway. Or maybe I'll jump on 96 and go to... Go to uh, Firehouse. Yeah, go to, go to Firehouse on Great Witch. Okay. There's no debate. I, you see what I'm but saying? But you're not having to share this decision with anybody no. else. You're, you're, you're plotting your own trail. You're plotting your yeah, course. Yeah, and I don't have to just... Don't get involved in conversations that... Wait a minute. Why would we want to talk about work? We were just talking about it 10 minutes ago. No, hmm. man. I got I got things to do. Hmm. I got to think about riffs at three o'clock in the morning. Things like that. That's right. Important shit. That's right. You need your mind clear so yeah. you, you can actually be awoken so you can get those inspirational I'm riffs. I'm not a woke person. I just want to make <laughs> In the middle of the night. I like being on my regular life. I like to be not woke. Oh, anti-woke. Uh, uh, yes. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I don't know if you relate to that or not, but anyway. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not quite probably as much of a lone wolf as you and i don't need to blaze my own trail and i think people would enjoy being company for a luncheon or something with me amenable to that and i will do this if it is your request oh. but i don't need that and you're great to have me meal with you and i have broken yeah, bullshit together. Yeah, yeah bullshit away exactly we're not talking about what you do we're not talking about what i do we're just talking about whatever mm-hmm. other than that and the time goes by and you really don't feel it exactly that's the way i see it i don't know i mean mm-hmm. it's just not there for me it just it never has been and i've never been part of the crowd you say the lone wolf today's national motorcycle riding day i enjoy riding by myself you're not a part of a motorcycle gang fuck no or pretend gang because <laughs> <laughs> that's you know i don't want to no part with that shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying can you imagine you're like a what the fuck they call it a plebe or i don't even fucking know like the guy who Go gets their beer and shit. Oh. Fuck that. Oh, do I have to go beat somebody's ass? Oh, okay. No, I'm just talking about the regular. Oh. I'm just talking about like the regular ones. These, you know, oh. you know, mom and pops. Motorcycle clubs? Yeah, clubs. I was mm. like, fuck that, man. No, Gene Simmons, I salute you, my hero. Another way you're following in his my footsteps. My rock and roll hero, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded crazy. That sounded really raw. I know. Thanks, Paul. There are song lyrics. There you go. That sounds good. I never brag how real I keep it, because it's the best secret. There are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Adam. Yes, Tommy. I'm excited to know what is going to blow my mind today. Adam, we have covered Mm. in last season. Did we create this segment in last season? I believe I think we did, yeah. Yeah, it had to be mid-season. It was a thought that was germinated probably at 2.30 a.m. in your mind, and you said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to blow his mind with some lyrics. <laughs> We've covered many topics in songs, Adam. Sure. We covered songs about love. Mm, yeah. Depression, Ab- abuse. Adam. Abuse, yeah, yes. Depression. Yeah. Hate, Adam. Longing. Oh, sure. Uh, right, right. Sure, yeah. sure. Tax problems like in Seasons of Wither. <laughs> Remember that, Adam? <laughs> okay, yeah. Politic with the... Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. With the, uh, what is it, in Living Color. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Cults yeah, of yeah. Personality. Cult personality. Yeah, sure, sure. We've also covered songs, Adam, about banging. <laughs> banging and more banging, yeah. Adam. <laughs> that's, that's a primary theme. <laughs> and we also covered suck songs like, <laughs> like the ones that we got from Mr. The Roof. Anyway, Adam. But we never covered one on the following topic. Oh, okay. And as a tribute to our absent friend, Adam, it was released in February of 1978. It was written by Buck Derma, Adam, and vocals and lead guitar, Adam, and it's performed by none other than the Blue Oyster Cult. Oh. Check it out, babe. It's pretty cool. It's too loud? No, no, no. This is the part that everybody knows, Adam. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so you know that part, Adam. Yes, I do. <laughs> there goes Tokyo. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, good deal, yeah. good deal. Okay, now uh, all the stuff at the beginning was all kind of muddled together. I've never known exactly the words that were said through the beginning of the lyrics that led up to, oh, no. Check it out, Okay, Adam. okay. You're, you're blowing away is going to start right now. Adam. Okay. With a purposeful grimace and a terrible sound. <laughs> that grimace that he makes. That <laughs> grimace that he makes like my grandson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's about ready to tear some shit up. <laughs> I love my grandson's grimace kind of smile. Like, ew, I'm about to wreak some havoc on you. He's like little Godzilla. Oh, my God. <laughs> As I was to my grandfather. You got a big, a big tantrum coming up. As my on. hero, my grandfather, hopefully I'll be the hero of my... No, no, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> he pulls the spitting high-tension wires down, spitting with the sparks, oh, I would sure. imagine. Okay. Yeah. Helpless people on a subway train. This guy captures. Mm-hmm. Buck Derma actually captures the, what the, happens the in these The terror movies. and the destruction incredible. that's going to happen. It, this is pretty cool, man. says, the helpless people on the subway train scream bug-eyed as he looks down on them. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's Godzilla's uh, model right there. Right, right, right. His, his eyes are a little bit more... He's more round-eyed yes. than, than his uh, cousin. Right. If you notice his cousin's over there, it's a little bit yeah. more. I can see that. So anyway, he picks up the bus and he throws it back down as he wades through the buildings towards the, the center, center of, of town. town. There goes okay. fucking Tokyo. All right. And it says, you know, oh, he's got to go. go, so he's, go, just go on a, he's on a tirade. He's yeah, causing yeah. Uh, mayhem and destruction. Okay. And then they say, oh, no, they say he's got to go. Go, go, Godzilla. Okay. Do you remember that one? I think what was it? Season two of Godzilla? I think it was the Japanese they were attacking Godzilla. Yes, right, right. I think right. they confused them at that point. Well, they're 
always at arms with Godzilla or or, well, Godzilla, or his cousin yeah. all the time, but maybe he gets caught in the fray. So, Adam, Godzilla is a single by U.S. hard rock band Blue Oyster Cult. We already established that. Right. The first track on the band's fifth album, Spectres. The lyrics are a tongue-in-cheek tribute to the popular movie monster of the same name. And this was released, when did I tell you this was? 1978. So it was, Godzilla's been around for about 20 years at that point. Blue Oyster Cult was one of the first heavy metal bands, Adam. They also did their part to satirize the genre. So at that point, they're kind of like poking uh, funds of themselves. We're this rock band. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and sing about Godzilla. For sure. Uh, like the Godzilla movies, this song is pure camp, Adam, with guitar riffs heavy as lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. Isn't that cool, man? Uh-huh. Despite failing to chart, check it out. The song received significant airplay on rock stations and became a sleeper hit. Mm-hmm. I could see that. 1978, people were tired of all this fucking stadium rock that was going on. And they probably caught a wink to this. Oh, wow. Let's check it out. BOC. Mm-hmm. I like it. You yeah, know, got Sega. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Now, Adam, check it out. See if you can make out the next lyrics, okay? All right. Goes into the whole solos and all that. It's setting you up. Here we go. Very cool break, Adam. Mm-hmm. Here is going to be coming up. Listen. Okay, Adam, let's stop this real quick. Okay. That's the part that confuses everybody, Adam. What I have no clue. What they're saying there, Adam, is called the Rinji News O Moshia Gemasu. All right? And then I'm going to give you the translation to okay, this. Good, it's good, actually good. Japanese. Yeah. It says, attention, emergency news. Godzilla is going towards the Ginza area. Immediately escape. Catch up and find shelter, please. Wow. I had I, no clue. When I was researching this, I said, I knew it was kind of like a TV kind of thing, but I didn't know it was a Japanese, a fake kind of newscast. Like an emergency me. alert. This mm-hmm. is this is happening. Uh, <laughs> shelter in place where you are. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. It's an emergency. Attention and emergency. Did you ever perceive that it's some sort of... Japanese stuff no, in the middle of that? That or just- blew me away when I found out. I says, wow. I found the lyrics first, and then I said, what the hell is this? So I just did the Google Translate on the first sentence. Ah, oh, shit. Then I later on, I found the whole translation. So you and I both have heard this song a hundred times. A million times, yeah. So Exaggerately, yeah. Do you think if that little section in there was more pronounced, if it was more clear what we were hearing... Was like some sort of an emergency thing in Japanese. Do you think it would have a stronger effect, it or the fa- yeah. or the fact that it's muddled and we're trying to piece it apart and try to perceive what's being there gives us more focus to the song rather than if we could actually hear it. Which do you think is the better avenue that they went 
I don't know. I think it's going to blow me away again when I hear it on the radio. I think I'm going to wait until that part <laughs> without changing the station, you know. And then somebody will be in the car with you and you're like, yeah, hey, you know what they're saying here. Because you've heard this song remixed a thousand times in the Gosilo videos, you know. Right, you right, never right. Hear that exactly. exactly. I know. It's like Gosilo's ruined this song for us, you know. I said you've heard it a hundred times. Yeah. You've heard it a hundred thousand times. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, Adam, check it out. So, It repeats that on and on and on. This is basically a Godzilla movie. So And it's kind of virtuoso performances for all the band members. You've yeah. got the you've got the bass guitar break in there, you've got all the little solos layered in here and there. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's song. a performance piece. Yes. It's good. I love it. Before we get to what this song is about, because I told you you've never heard a theme like this, Adam, or a subject in a song, that you would never believe it'd be on this song. So it says, according to the book, Contents Under Pressure, Adam, 30 Years of Rush. While Blue Oyster Cult was on stage, Rush replaced the soundbite of Godzilla that comes off of the movies from Godzilla. Uh And instead of playing that during their set, when Blue Oyster Cult was on stage, Uh what played was the theme song to Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Yes, yes, that right there. (laughs) That's pretty cool, right? And they tricked them while they were on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were no fisticuffs? There's no no fighting? No, because they were buddies, you know? Says the two bands often play pranks on each other while on tour. Wow, is that awesome or what? That's man? a pretty cool one. I like that, that's a good story within that song. So added value because of the joke. Yeah, of course. Let us know. sit on the jokes. Okay, so here's the end of the song. Okay. okay. History shows us again and again mm-hmm. how nature points out the folly of men. Oh. That's the message of the song. Did Got you it. get it? Okay. The folly of men. All the nuclear testing and stuff and the, the nuclear experimentation Adam, has, mu- yes, has mutated Adam, this yes. creature. Now, if that doesn't <laughs> blow your mind, Adam, I don't know what it is. And now you're being destroyed at yeah. your own hands. It's an environmental piece, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great, man. (laughs) There it is right there, Adam. They're saving, Adam, the planet. Wow. (laughs) And rocking out at the same time. Hard to name podcast (laughs) lyrics that will blow your mind. Dang. Fun. Whoops. (laughs) Talking about Rush. Talking about Rush. Man, that was a that was a cool one right Isn't there. It? it just great. It was great. I loved it. Something I was that like, you wow. just something that you just perceive as just like a rock popish type of song actually has some sort of a hidden meaning yeah, to it. It, it, it. That's where I guess not only will you be listening to Adam to the Japanese portion, you're gonna uh-huh. be like, oh wait a minute, save the planet. Thank you, BOC, <laughs> <laughs> 1978, <laughs> like Earth Day number two. Yes, Adam. <laughs> Woo, Adam, we finally here, Adam. Rock and roll birthdays, baby. Born on this day. Mm-hmm. This guy right here, Adam. Brian Johnson, Adam. Brian Born October Johnson. the 5th, 1947. He's 75 years old, Adam. Oh, 75. Still out there rocking. Yeah, singing with Jordy, Adam, who uh, mm. had a 1973 UK uh, actually single, Adam. And he was seen by, uh, by Bon Scott, Adam. 
and they became friends and he was the guy who was picked Adam to replace him yeah oh really I didn't know they were yeah, actually yeah, friends yep, before yep, 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 the yep. fact wow that's pretty cool says Bonds first saw uh, first seeing Johnson sing on stage which included Johnson screaming to the top of his voice rolling around on stage and finally being carried off Scott didn't know that Johnson was to be taken to the hospital where he was diagnosed Adam with appendicitis <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was all, he thought it was all the performance <laughs> Man, this guy's really dedicated. <laughs> this guy's <up> really there. <laughs> good. <laughs> that was a good story. <laughs> Purposely out of taken away from live wire. Oh man, you thought it out. I love this song, man. Adam Thomas Lee Bass, Adam Thomas Lee Bass, Adam, yes, Tommy Lee, Adam, oh. was born October the 3rd of 1962. He's 60 years old, Adam, 60 years old, and you just now on yes. OnlyFans. That's right, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> did, Adam, you, did you see? Yeah, well, no, I didn't go on to OnlyFans, oh, 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 I did oh. not do that, Adam. Understood. Remember, I am not a Game of Thrones viewer, Adam. Game <laughs> of Thrones, <laughs> Adam Sting. He was born October the 2nd of 1951. He's 69 years old, Adam. Oh, 69. Oh, 69. Yes. Gordon Summer. You know who he is. Adam. I know that guy. Lindsey Buckingham, Adam. Mm-hmm. Flew with Mac Guy. Yep, 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 yep. October the 3rd of 1949. He's 73 years old. Doesn't look at one bit. <laughs> I don't know the last time I saw I've seen him on Lindsay TV a shitload of times. Recently? Yeah. What is he doing on TV? Just, well, I'm more on YouTube, not on TV. Oh, okay. 2020, 2020, 2021. He's on 2020? Year oh. 2020, year of performances. That, that I, I mean, it looks like that's when they were done. I don't know if that was the actual date the performances were done. So, But those are the recent videos that I've seen him on. Oh, okay. Mike Rutherford, Adam. Uh, from Aryan? No, Adam. No. Genesis and Mike. Genesis, and that's yes. right. Okay, good. Adam, this young lady right here, which isn't a young lady at all. You're going to be blown away by this, Adam. 53 years old, Adam. Who? Gwen Stefani. Oh, really? 53? October the 3rd, Adam, of 1969. Oh, 69 Mrs. Blake Shelton? Mm, I guess so. Is she still married to that dude? I think so. Okay, good for her. They're on The Voice together, I believe. Oh, they are. That sounds boring. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't say that, Adam. Oh, what the fuck? Sure, let me just just go say that. (laughs) Adam and this guy right here, Peter Jean Hernandez. Adam, Peter Jean Hernandez. He was born October the eighth of nineteen eighty-five. Adam, who who would that be? That would be Mr. Bruno Mars. Adam. Oh, Bruno Mars, (laughs) a fabulous entertainer. Yes, Adam. There's a lot of booty shaking in those videos for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Oh, let's go. I love butts. Like, here's her butt. What are you going to do? I'm so excited. You don't understand. I'm so obsessed with butts, and I want my butt to be (laughs) colossal, so this is very exciting.
guest, Tommy. I believe we won't be doing any rumpology reading during this, Adam. It's a good thing because I didn't bring in my scrubs or no, my smock yeah, yeah. or anything we're, like that. We're going we're gonna to actually, we ended up with the last thing we did, which was that public service, Adam, where we oriented Adam, where we guided future buttfluencers of how they needed Adam to take that picture. As oh, we, that's as we right. Did as doctors. So right now we're just going to go back to being regular civilians, Adam. So take that pressure away from the, the Hippocratic oath, Adam, that we took of big butts. So no specific diagnosis is necessary no no that's what we're this doing is all we're gonna do adam is this is a new we're going to critique perhaps yes, the photography angles of the way maybe they, maybe not maybe, whatever you want to do maybe say they could do something better you know maybe mm. they could maybe highlight this portion we figure like maybe the the lower part of the uh the hemispheres are a little bit more shapely than maybe the upper. Maybe, maybe if you like want that. adam but you want but this adam is the new section that's called butt fluencer adam oh butt fluencer of the week Man. We're still going to need, Adam, the Lord of the G-String app. Always useful. Have you received? Have you loaded up over there? I love this new section already. The Buffluencer of the Week, Adam, has popped up. Do you have her, Adam? Well, I'll tell you what's popped up Let's in my. Let's make sure that we're the same one. The Lord same. of the G Strings app. It Let is Tina dot Colada. <laughs> is, is that what it is? That sounds T fun. Tina dot Colada. And in her profile pic, it looks like she might have a pina colada in front of her face. Ooh, maybe yeah. Did you see could that? Be, yeah, could be a pina colada. Could be a martini. It does seem, Adam. So let's read her handle real quick. It's Tina Colada. You want to spell that for me? T I N A dot. C-O-L-A-D-A. -A. Yes, Adam. So our listeners, Adam, can enjoy this uh, buttfluencer of the week. Hopefully they'll be influenced, Adam. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling influenced already because uh, Tina has 125 posts. Yes. She is following 431, Adam. She has a lot of friends. No, that's who she's following. That she's yes, following, yes. yes. And followers, Adam? Mm -hmm. She almost has a million. 737 thousand those are all potential influencees mm -hmm. right that's she, probably as much as how many people were left without an electricity back in florida a couple of weeks ago <laughs> probably true <laughs> that's a lot of people adam when you put it in that perspective that might be a little shot i'm a little short of the actual number. adam i want to say that for buffalo answer over the week adam picture number one is the one that popped up for me that one has a pin in it so it looks like it's pinned Ooh, wait a minute what's a pin wait a minute you gotta have to educate me when you look at the the whole array of photos uh-huh the top three things there, they have pins. Do you see pins Ooh, in yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they're always going to be at the top of the page because these are her favorites. Ooh, that's what that means? Maybe. <laughs> when a pinned thing stays up at the top. Ooh, I like that. So, Adam, her caption on this one says, name a better view. I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> and she's providing probably the best view <laughs> possible. I mean, it's, it's undeniable. It's a challenge, Adam. It's, it's it's an absolute challenge. You get a good perspective on the backside, on the butt fluenced area, but you're not getting. It's not fully straight on. It's at that profile that you'd said with the photo taking, where you have to turn and you have to arch the back in a little ways. That was in our little conference last exactly. week. Exactly, and this is what I'm noticing here. And she has for a small a woman. She has a great protrusion that comes back at the base of her back, and it is just ample and shapely. Mm, Adam, I think you've covered it all there, buddy. And you know what? And she is very chocolatey. 
Did you notice that? Well, yes, she's very... Where do you think she hails from? I don't know. It says New York City here on her handle. Oh, does it? And she says a Tina. She is a Tina Colada. Tina, New York Yeah, City. and the top three one that are pinned at them, well, there's another bikini one, just in case if you were kind of... Uh, mm-hmm. If you see the one, the next one's pinned at them. Okay. Okay, I think this is a... Yes. Oh, she's yeah. out She's out at sea. So, yes. And there's uh, rock formations behind her. Yes, yes, Adam. She's saying it's not just the bikini, it's any bikini. And there's a video. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a video. If you, if you swipe over on that one. there's maybe. Yes, Adam. And the third one, Adam, she's out going to be probably shopping. She seems to be comfortable. Yeah. She has some Chuck Jones on. Chuck Taylors. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that's a custom uh, jean or not, Adam, but she said this on her first caption. I'll wait by oh, that hell. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll be waiting a long time. Shit, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> For me to name a better view than what yeah, I've ever no, seen yeah. here? Yeah, that's yeah. going to be You're right be waiting a long time. Long. Adam, yeah. So that's our buttfluencer, Adam, for this week. And that would have been Miss Tina. Colada. Colada. Hey, Adam, mm. check it out. So bring me to Tina Colada. <laughs> it's difficult being more mature than your father. <laughs> How corny was that? And I say no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tommy, it's time for our hashtag. What the frijoles? It is, my friend. We can get to this really fast. It's a news story. Okay. And it happened in recent days. At the end of September, actually. A British woman spent three days in the hospital after her daughter's dog defecated in her mouth as she slept. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda Gamo, 51, was taking an afternoon nap when pet chihuahua Belle became ill and suffered sudden diarrhea. Oh, my god! I was having my afternoon nap with Belle like I always do when suddenly I felt something squirt in my mouth, Gamo ah. <laughs> told the news service. <laughs> it was disgusting. Me, Adam. And I was hurling violently for hours after. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. Gamo's daughter took Belle to a vet where the pooch was diagnosed with a nasty stomach bug. Oh. Later that day, Gamo herself had began displaying some of the same symptoms as a sick pooch, and she quickly sought medical attention. Paramedics prescribed the mom of three painkillers for her stomach cramps and instructed her to drink lots of water to flush out any potential infection. However, her symptoms worsened over the next 48 hours, with the cramps eventually spreading all over her body. The cramps got worse and worse until I could feel them all over my body, even in my legs, Gamo declared. I was so dehydrated from being sick and having diarrhea that my kidneys had shriveled to half their size. Doctors diagnosed her with gastrointestinal infection that had been passed through Bell's feces into her mouth two days earlier. (laughs) Gamma was kept under observation for three days while she rehydrated. And she was uh, given electrolytes and glucose that she lost throughout a horrific ordeal. (laughs) Why'd you have to show me that visual? (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, pet pooch Bell has also recovered from her stomach bug, but she may not have been uh, welcome to sleep in Gamma's bed. Anytime soon. She says, I've forgiven Belle for her little accident, and I still love her with all my heart, Gamo stated. But I will definitely be more mindful of what position we sleep in in the future. (laughs) No more ass to mouth. 
That's our what the frol is <laughs> for this week. <laughs> How gross! But the thing is, with that picture, she didn't even clean the shit off of her face. She took the picture first. It's like, oh, I've got to take a picture of this. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, she went viral at him. <laughs> well, it definitely did. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the Week. Tommy, we can quickly go through these as well. I have some new music. Excellent. As we usually do. I'm gonna, hoping so. I'm going to play a thing. Any idea, Tommy? I like this, Adam. Any idea? No. This is a song called Beguiled, and it's an offering from The Smashing Pumpkins. Oh. New album, due out April 23, 2023. Start it up again, Adam. Let's hear that. From the top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it from the top. I like that. That's what I like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That passes, Adam. That's pretty good. The Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins, yes. New album, A-T-U-M, or Atom. I don't know how they're going to pronounce that. Atom. We have another new song. Screaming in isolation. Walking through desolation. Alley. Ordered up our ambitions. Flooded out all the engines. I've been punching through the walls. I've been I figure this might trip you up a little bit. It's a song called Cage, off of an EP from the same name, Cage, and it's new from Billy Idol. Oh shit! Just was released at the end of last month. Oh, wow. I thought it was Rick Springfield there for a minute. <laughs> Missed it by that much. <laughs> but new Billy Idol. Nice. We don't bring him up on the show that no, often. No, we don't, man. And I have another new song. Excellent. One more song. Okay. We've been gone for a little bit, so some things have piled up. All right. The darkness. Mm, no, you'll you'll know here in a second. You know who that singer is. Hey, that's a circle. It is Sammy Hagar in circle. Song called Funky Feng Shui. Oh, shit. I like it. Uh, Crazy Times is the name of their new album, and it is out right now. I'm going to have to give that some time, Adam. Yeah, give that a listen. Isn't I like that one. After a physical graffiti. <laughs> and the rings of power, Adam. Oh, my God. You got so much going on. And we got one more thing. Lizzo had a really once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. She was in D.C. for a performance, and she was given the opportunity to play an ultra-rare flute. Isn't she a classically trained flutist? I think so. It's a crystal flute. Now, I don't know how this was fashioned. It was made in 1813. Crystal flute. Crystal. 18 when? 1813. 
13. Wow. And it used to belong to James Madison, oh. the fourth president of the United States. Oh, the husband of the of the lady who of made Dolly who Madison, who made who, the little, made the little, little coffee little cakes. cakes? Oh. Exactly. I guess it was in uh, some sort of museum there, and her being like the most famous flautist, I guess. Uh, flautist. <laughs> she was uh, able to be presented it on stage. She was actually able to play, although briefly, through the flute to make the little flute sounds with mm. this uh, one piece of history. So we have footage of her on stage Excellent. where she plays the flute. And she's in front of the crowd. The crowd goes nuts. It's, it's kind of short, though. All right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. And this crystal is like playing out of a, a, a line along the stage, so be patient. That was a, in that second part, she was actually twerking as she was playing this crystal flute from 1813. Was that visual necessary? How can you hold that up and not laugh? Can you play that again? <laughs> Let me see. I'll play it back here. All right. The flute is like a really soft instrument, so it's kind of muffled a little bit. So you can hear it. crowd goes crazy they, lo they love it <laughs> that's a masterpiece not only a flute adam but that fart <laughs> <coughs> sound like they're farting in the tub <laughs> it's the tommy and adam hard to name podcast sound of the week oh my god adam there's no need for no motherfucker here after that one. oh we don't need that no. <laughs> <laughs> let's go home buddy okay let's do it Nice time, weather outside. Bad time. Is it? Yeah. It's nice and cool. It was, it was, it was nice and chilly when I came yeah, in this morning. It's been chilly for the past two, three weeks. It's a nice change from the hundreds I've ever dealing with for a long time. Yeah, it's, since it's National Motorcycle Riding Day, you know, hell. I'll take advantage of that. Anyway, Adam, yeah. I have the bad times. Okay. Some pretty bad times. We've shared a few of these experiences together, Adam. This is a little sad, at least for me as a fan. Okay. According to guitar.com, okay. Peter Frampton, yeah, to perform his final shows seated, he says, I have progressed in my disease. It's starting to affect my hands, uh -oh. but not enough yet so I could still play a good lick. Oh, no. What is his disease? What is he suffering from? Peter Frantham has revealed that due to his health condition, he will be playing while seated in upcoming final shows in Europe. So it says here, Adam, he has been diagnosed with a degenerative muscle disease called 
body, mind, soitis, which will eventually hamper his ability, Adam, to play guitar. Damn, that sucks. I know, man. He was so he was so. Uh, what a blow that is, classic. Adam. Yes, he created such classic riff. He that, was so distinctive. Adam liked the blows. He's he's what now? <laughs> it was distinctive. Yes, he is. He, he is. created so many classic songs. Oh yeah, but the blow that we received here is like the blow that Lizzo gives on her <laughs> on her birthday, Adam. <laughs> oh, yo, that, that will that will cheer us up a little bit more. She blows a different way. <laughs> yes, all the thank, time. thank you, thank you, Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, hell. Thank you, Peter Phantom. I know you're listening to our podcast right now. Right. Just to let you know, we have enjoyed you and your music. Load uh, these many years. Many yes, years, yes, yes. Live, Adam, and on record, you name it. It's of course. Been Peter Phantom. What a maestro. What a maestro of the guitar. Mm-hmm. I hope he's able to enjoy himself. Because these guys are machines. They're just creative machines. It has to be terrible in a way. As you're muscularity and your dexterity begins to fail you and you can no longer be proficient at the thing that is your identity yeah that's good he might suffer some sort of depression from that you it know could be, yeah could be or he takes it as listen i had a good run exactly hopefully he hopefully take takes a way. positive does, point of yeah. view all right well i guess we have good times excellent yeah <laughs> you guess <laughs> that doesn't sound good. good times for adam levine oh is that the guy with the tattoo and from uh he has one m- of the contest shows mini tattoos yes he was he's also a voice guy he's dreamy he's a dreamy guy people like him guar what says that adam levine isn't interesting enough for us to kill on stage <laughs> he saved as much as the world would love to see us kill him on stage he refuses to lower guar's standards adam i would have went to see guar if they had that <laughs> if they had that going on blothar explained to loudwire oh, it was a blothar that's excellent <laughs> That Adam Levine isn't worth killing, even if he is a dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's according to Blothar. So he yes. made headlines, Adam Levine made headlines recently, where uh, one of his female accusers posted his DMs and showing that he wanted to name he and his wife's unborn child after one of his mistresses. So he was going to give the, his child with his wife the name of one of his mistresses, and she hopes you'd be okay with that. And then also he says that no uh, chicks that listen to heavy metal are hot. Adam, this is good times. <laughs> but it's good times because uh, he's not interesting enough for us to kill. We will kill compelling figures like Vladimir Putin or Donald Trump. Fun stuff. Joe Biden. <laughs> pregnant bag ladies. Stuff like that. <laughs> he's not worthy of Gwar to oh, kill. Wow. He's so, beneath Gwar. Yeah. Oh, so he's God. dodged that bullet. Good times for Adam Levine. Finally. <laughs> Adam, as we come to a close of this podcast, yes. Adam, congratulations. Season number four has kicked off. Season number four. Hopefully Thank you. Hopefully we will be able to uh, meet the standards, Adam. The high standards that we have placed upon ourselves. Are we going to try to push the bar? Are we going to try to place the bar at a higher level? Adam, check this out. We eliminated two segments, Adam, and for some reason we've ex- we shorted another one and we still, Adam, <laughs> I would say the bar, my friend, has been pushed. It was all the talking about our heroes. Remember all that, our hero talk? My grandpa. <laughs> my grandpa. And yours. <laughs> Go ahead and take us home, buddy. Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. 
Keep in mind that life is not that serious, nor is anything we said on this podcast. Again, search the keywords, the Adam and, <laughs> and the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when you're online. And tell a friend or an enemy, I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is October 8, 2022. And you're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. Season four. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah. Which are the cancers? That's the color promotion.